Yeah, we will. We'll actually talk about it now because welcome to Geeks with Kids, the internet's number one geeky podcast that sometimes takes a parenting point of view, but mostly we don't. So, you know, we try, I guess, sometimes. I'm your host this week, Eric, and joining me this week is Matt Moore, Hawk, Shouse, and a returning Jen Moore. How's it going, guys? Oh, hi. 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 Hello. And I'm I'm actually streaming this live on Twitch. No, I'm not. I'm just joking. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, oh god i didn't do my how many, how many subs you got that oh, we got, we got enough. my phone so hard if you'd done that i'd be like <laughs> of a bitch <laughs> so like we start every episode at least the last little bit we check in with these fine folk and ask them what they're enjoying right now what they're liking what is good let's start off with hawk how's it going hawk what's good what are you liking what are you liking what, what is my yum right now i know what you're yelling uh, right now <laughs> Uh, so in my ex- further explorations of uh, Amazon Prime and that, I finally got on to watching the first season of American Gods. So I guess yeah. that's kind of my yum right now. Uh, so you saw the is, good season. I saw the good <laughs> season, the Brian Fuller season. And yeah. you know, that is so a Brian Fuller film in that yeah. or a TV show. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, you know, it's it's a it has a feel in the way it looks uh, uh, compared to Hannibal. Which mm-hmm. is, you know, that that one was his baby in that, you know. Yeah. This should have been his, continued to be his baby in that. I don't know where that went wrong. But uh, first season, amazing. I know Great. where it went wrong. The producers and the monies. Yeah. yeah. Unfortunately, they they yeah. wanted more creative control because it got popular. Like every Weird. Brian Fuller thing, right? Mm. So they're yeah. like, you know what? This is popular. We're going to put our hands into it. And he's like, nope, I'm peacing out. Fuck you guys. Like, going. cool. I remember what happened the last time this happened. Bye. See you later. Exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, such a good series. The second season was all right, I guess. It was all the, right. I, have, I haven't even dipped into it yet. Not, I, I'm, I'm very hesitant now. It's like, should I even bother? You should, because a third season is coming. Yes. But mm. it is a noticeable drop in quality. Unfortunately. You can make but, it through yeah. one and two. You'll be excited. You'll at least be excited for three. I don't. I doubt they'll make it past three at the rate they're going with the dip, because it even had a ratings no. dip. Because everything yeah. started to get a little fan, but that way you can always just get yourself ready to read the book. The book is good. They diverge from the book a bit, yeah. but not a lot. And it felt like the book, which is nice because yes. most TV show adaptations don't really feel like the book. Yeah, no, it was a it was a good adaptation, which says something about Brian Fuller because he also did Hannibal, right? And you know yes, how much that diverged, but was still very much well yeah but uh, he honor he honor like there's this you know theme in the in the first season of hannibal and that you know has to do with deer hunting and that and it's about you know honoring all parts of it and that so even in his divergence he still honored all parts of it and i mean he also had to deal with a lot of real crappy politicking with that with hannibal as well too because it's like what materials can i use that fox will let me use and the de laurentis foundation will then let me use after fox says yes or no (laughs) Yeah. And oh, we're gonna. And then he, he just, yeah. It was. I mean, Hannibal was a great show. I don't think Hannibal was meant to run as long as it was because I mean, <laughs> that's up to be. This is going to be like the story leading up to what happened at the beginning of Red Dragon, and then it got there. It's like cool, <laughs> but then what? Because <laughs> we can't do range, Silence of the Lambs. There wasn't a free range Hannibal in the rest of that, no. so we're gonna have him in a cell. Free no, range. we're not because he because <laughs> that happened, and then these characters. Yeah, so it was. Uh, it became really, uh, uh, let's yeah. throw a dartboard at a, at a wall of you know Thomas Harris characters and see what happens. I really think we should do a Brian Fuller episode because yeah. his each of his series have been different, 
but mm-hmm. all amazing, like wonderfuls, pushing. They're all daisies. different, but you can see his thumbprint on everything that he exactly. does, which is the sign of a good creator. Where all right, like, we'll put this on the list. Yeah. Shows, what are you liking right now? I didn't say young mm. anymore. I said like. I, I know you didn't say young. You son of a. <laughs> is, that, is that is that a thing? Is that branded? You got you got like some merch coming out. Yeah. With what, yeah. What's yum? No, yeah. we do there, not. <laughs> there there might be a shirt that says "Don't yuck your yuck my yum." Oh, <laughs> <laughs> don't yuck my yum. Is it you that I'm that? <laughs> wow. I, I have one. still been playing a ton of Animal Crossing. Uh, I think I'm approaching the 170 hours or so in Good that game. Lord man, and. Uh, I, I, it, it's, it is my, uh, it is my, my Zen. It is my relaxation. Like it, mm-hmm. just being able to just hop on the couch and just run around and collect fossils and, you know. I thought you finished your museum of fossils. I did. Yeah. I did not. I still keep on getting duplicates and it's pissed me off. But I still don't have all the fish. I don't have all the bugs yet. You can because of the seasons, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, there are some people that are spoofing their location and their time and everything. I don't want to do, do that. that. I'm just uh, do you, hopping on and playing it. Do you track all your stuff in an app like I do? No, but I have used the spreadsheet that you shared with me. Oh, uh, yeah. So for, the money one. Things. There's yeah. actually a app on iPhone. I'll share it to you later. Um, but okay. You can actually track which fish and insects you've caught and um, if you've talked to these people this day and which people have shown up during your week. Plus, there's a turnip calculator. Did you have good turnip prices today? Uh, 100. Oh no, mine was ninety four. Ninety four. Yeah, I'm gonna. Have I haven't a had a large spike week. in a long time, so it's yeah. it's disappointing. Yeah, it happens. This is hilariously intense. This game. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, there's, yeah. there's there's a stock market. <laughs> yeah, it's it's so good, Jen. Once you and jump the, on, you're just gonna. Oh, it's gonna take over. I I and want the, to. Did you did you see Mallory's um or I guess Tristan's uh, switch? Was it? I guess no. they bought they bought the Animal Crossing one, so it's so oh, cute. Way. The it's nice, so uh, the one with it's like the nice light blue colors and stuff. Light on blue it. and light green. Oh man, yeah. I have not visited their island yet. I really should do that. You probably, yeah, should. yeah. Especially when they're gonna be listening to this, and she'll be like, "He's never visited my island." <laughs> I don't see her online, or I don't see Tristan online ever. I play really early and really late well, because of children working nonstop. So yeah, yeah, and and uh, it's because of Animal Crossing that. Um, I fell behind in this game that we're going to talk about in today's episode because <laughs> <laughs> I bought Final Fantasy VII Remake uh, the day it the that it came week, out. Wasn't it? It, it was yeah. pri- it, I had it preloaded and started playing it at midnight that night when it when it became available. <laughs> it was and the same day, wasn't ten, it? Ten hours oh, no, in, no, and then I sort of started playing Doom. Animal Crossing. <laughs> Doom came out the same day. Doom as Animal came out Crossing. the same yeah. day. Uh, yeah, it, it, uh, Final Fantasy was like two weeks afterwards, I think. Yeah, something uh, like that. Oh man, that's funny. I just kept <laughs> going back to Animal Crossing. I was like, oh, what do I what do I want? to do do i want to fight shinra today or do i want to tend some crops and, you know I crops. Just, crops and sell my turnips and then i'll be able to go fight you know <laughs> battle oppression in uh, shinra have i visited your island not since like the first week we were playing oh is that no. not since the first week uh, oh. I'm, I'm not quite a five star yet i'm still a four star island but i uh, i don't have a five star island because i keep on leaving shit on the floor outside of megan and cat's houses because i want them to have stuff mm. for their for their houses and then they're like you gotta stop leaving stuff around. <laughs> I'm like, I will. They need to pick it up. <laughs> Damn it! I paid off my house already. Oh man, the oh, Nook and his uh, his uh, oh, yeah. his money lending services are just frustrating as hell. But you know, now I have a fully paid off house, so 
This it is intense, isn't it, Jack? <laughs> if only it was bit. that easy in real life, right? <laughs> All of this means nothing to me. Megan was watching me play it today because I was going around making um <laughs> making fences for my gu- my, my flower beds just to mm-hmm. you know, spice oh, yeah. up the thing, the the island. <laughs> and I was like, man, if only is this easy <laughs> to make an actual fence, I'd. I would have fixed our fence a long time ago. Well, she's like, Boom, yeah, fence, I wish it was that fence. easy because it would be done. <laughs> it would. I made a shed this week. It's fine. Um, <laughs> what about you, Matt Moore? What are you liking? Um, oh, jeez. You're going to jump to me. Um, I, I well, I, I, we have a lady on the podcast. She's going last. Obviously. That's fair. Um, I'm, I'm super psyched that uh, Call of Duty Season 4 finally launched. We're going to talk about um, it in the news. We're going to talk about it. I, I love that it launched. I'm not the biggest fan of what's going on this particular weekend, but that's just me personally. The I double XP, double, the double, the, the, uh, and the, the free multiplayer. We'll talk, we'll talk yeah, that, yeah, that's okay, the, yeah. the multiplayer, but we'll talk about that. Not a bad thing, just not my cup of tea, but yeah. I'm not mad about it because I'm loving it. I'm enjoying it. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? What else? Am I, am I doing anything else? I started, um, yes, yes, that's exactly. Because you know me furious pothead that i am uh, <laughs> i'm not just to clarify for the listeners i'm really not at all um no yeah smoked smoking meat playing video games uh started rewatching all the the james wan conjuring verse movies uh in sequential Ooh. order because i hate myself mm-hmm. um yeah and just jen loves it when i watch those movies so it's even more fun it's taking a long time he's doing it in parts well, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I can see well, that. Well, because especially the Conjuring universe, because like two thirds of it are all Annabelle movies, which I can't watch when you're going to uh, walk into the room suddenly. No. So I have to like pick my spots yeah. very carefully. Damn well, better not. That was, no. And I won't. <laughs> so it's made it very difficult just to blitz those movies because I'm like, okay, is Jen, is she working? What, what's going on? Like, I feel like I'm, it's literally like horror porn that I'm trying to sneak. Like, I don't want to walk in, catch me watching this Annabelle movie. Like, it's just, it's hilarious. I love it. Why is Matt watching these movies with no clothes on? <laughs> The creepy doll gets to you, Jen. Jen has a thing about uh, doll horror. It's They're not creepy. Her. And now everybody Dolls are creepy. Knows. Well, every, doesn't everyone have oh, that? No, they I knew. Think. I've mentioned it on the podcast a ton of times before. Oh, this. great. Thank you. Thanks well, for no, that. I always talk about, when I talk about horror movies, that's I talk the, about, that's I, the I love theme these, for next week's Jen episode, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's next week. Our, our oh. spouse's fears. No, it was this <laughs> week's episode. Put the graphics up, Humper, now. I, I have a long childhood history of watching media where, um, you know, wax mannequins and dolls um, and various things come to life. So I've just learned that they could kill me. Um, so I need to get ahead of it. You know, <laughs> yeah. So, so if you watch something like Night at Night at the Museum, which is not a scary movie, is that's is fine. It still, is this still a little freaky? No, not a little freaky. No. Even though Night at the Museum alive. is whimsy. If I'm actually in a museum, and different story. Life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See these claw marks? Yeah, it's whimsical. <laughs> so was there? So there was an incident when you're at a, I assume at a museum, and there was an actual live action exhibit happen. Um. I feel I hate no, those. There, there hasn't been like an in-person incident. Um, wax Yet. museums are the worst, though. Anything, yes. it's the Uncanny Valley thing. Anything that looks real enough that it could move at some point, I see it out of the corner of my eye. Mm. It's one of mm. those. Yeah. Yeah. It's like that um, Harrison Ford dog movie. The Uncanny Valley on the, on the dogs that oh, he yeah. has in it. Have you not heard of the what is this movie called? Called the Wild? No, that's not right. Yeah. Oh, that's a new it's, one, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the dogs okay, look yeah, yeah. so real, but if you pause it, like if you pause the movie, 
the dogs look perfect. But then they move, and you're like, oh, there's something off about that yeah. dog. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. Um, something not right. Yeah, it's because they're they're very they're very um, expressive, and dogs aren't very expressive. You know what yeah. I mean? Right. Like their eyebrows don't go. Mm-hmm. They're not that expressive. Yeah, no. exactly. Okay. It's like watching a a CG Chewbacca in a dog form. Ooh. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm. Yeah, but the, I like it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna go next because um, I'm trying to think. What have I been liking lately? I've been on Prime as well, <laughs> like like Hawk, and I've been watching this show called Superstore, which I never knew was a thing. It's a comedy based on a like a superstore type store, like a, a like a big Walmart, not as big as like a Costco or something, but like a, like one of those big WalMarts that have everything inside of it. And has America Ferreira from Ugly Betty. I guess that's her name. I think that's her name. Um, And it's so funny. Having worked retail, it is so true to life. Matt Moore, you will love this show. (laughs) Just based on the events that happen. Because you know that the customers are real. (laughs) And the events can actually happen. Because, you know, as someone who's worked at in retail, you know that that stuff happens, unfortunately. Just that. It's going to be just gloriously <laughs> wonderful people. Check it out. It's free on Amazon Prime. Prime videos. Uh, Jen, you are final. What's your yum, my friend? My yum. Oh, wow. Yes, your yum. I'm so excited never I get going to say away. it, guys. It's never going hey. away. <laughs> my Jenny, yum. yum, yum, two by two. <laughs> <laughs> um, so speaking of Neil Gaiman, um, I watched Good Omens on prime not long ago and i'm now reading the book because i've never read the book before and i am really really impressed with how on point Mm -hmm. and how close the two are to one another yeah that was a really good job i remember when they were making that series neil gaiman was saying he was very particular how they made it because Mm -hmm. um, of the legacy of terry pratchett having passed away so he wanted to honor their writing together Mm-hmm. And they, yeah, spot on, right? Yeah. Mm. Uh, and it's funny because Terry Pratchett for me has always been, um, I need to be in the mood because mm-hmm. the way he writes is it's exhausting if you're not <laughs> in the right mood. So like seeing it from the page and just like hearing it um, mm-hmm. somehow mm-hmm. makes it easier and like the humor picks up. It was just really cool seeing the translation yeah. of his writing style. I felt the same way. Yeah, um, I remember when I first read it, it was in the mid to late 90s, mm-hmm. and there were rumors that they were going to make a film out of it with yeah. like Eric Idle and uh, I can't remember, someone else, another big British uh, Monty Python guy. Was it Palin? Was it? I think, I feel it like it sounds like it would be him, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, hmm. but I, I remember always thinking Eric Idle as um, the character that uh, Crowley. Sheen played? Crowley. Yeah. Crowley, oh. uh, yeah. not Michael Sheen. Um, so always that. And then when it became um, uh, the doctor, good Lord, I can't remember his name. David Tennant. David Tennant. It was just like instant switch. That is, will always be my. Oh, my. Yeah. Okay. Like the way he played it was just on point. It was so good. Like he doesn't play enough nasty characters and he really should because he's, he's so good, good at it. it. Yeah. <laughs> the two times he's done it. Just perfect. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, they're actually doing a TV series based on Terry Pratchett's Guards Guards books. Oh, are um, they? So that's going to come out, I think. I don't know if it's going to come out this year anymore. It's probably going to come out next year now. Yeah, who knows? It's a <laughs> UK production. I don't know what mm-hmm. it's going to be. It's gonna, It looks 
the the shots that they've had from the set look interesting. I think that's the best way I can. Cool. Do it. Hmm. But we'll see. Anyway, yeah. that's our yums. Our yum yums. Yummy. Yum yums for oh, the week. Just one more. I just remember there's one more I have to throw out because I got yes. so flustered. But I, uh, this past <laughs> week, we actually, I. I I I, made, and I say made because it wasn't really a difficult uh, force. Uh, I made Jen sit down and watch the National Theater's uh, Madness of George the <gasps> Third. Um, I love that they're a, releasing a, those. It, it holds a dear place in my heart because I did that show when I was a kid back did in you? Dundas. In Dundas, uh, oh. Dundas Little Theater did it, and it had like a who's who of the GHA like British actors. Oh, that's uh, amazing! And it was crazy because I'm like I've always like and I did like no, nothing in that show. I was like ensemble, but just like it was such a fun production to be in, and then being able to see someone else do it, I'm like, oh my god, I love this show so much. I love it's, doing Shakespeare. So, we haven't seen we the movie, to do it. Worth seeing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All of the National Theater stuff has been phenomenal. They've picked yeah. the best stuff, and um, Stratford has also released some really good productions. Yes, mm-hmm. they just this past week they released uh, Hamlet with Colm Fiore. Oh, so good. So that's, I, that's on the to-watch list. Yeah, two weeks ago was The Tempest, which I really enjoyed when I saw it live. Yeah, Tempest it, was very cool. Yeah, Coriolanus uh, was amazing. Yes. yes. Oh, my God. Which was funny because we saw, we watched their Coriolanus, Stratford's Coriolanus, and then last week, this week before last, um, Nat Theater released theirs with... Um, Tom Hiddleston. Hiddleston. Oh yeah, mm. I never um, saw it yet. And it was very cool to watch to have you watched both those shows to kind of see what each ver- what each version changed and what they kind of kept the same. Mm. Like the the Nat Theater one was a very minimalist production, and it was very cool to see it done with like interesting on a very small stage with a minimal with no set and minimal cast. I've seen them do a lot of minimal staging, or yeah. and, and sets. I, I feel like that's one of their things that I've noticed. It, um, well, it depends because I mean the national theater, like they actually have several different, different theaters. Yeah. So depending on what theater it locates, some of them are a lot smaller than other. Like there's the main stage, like the actual national theater, which is that massive stage. Yeah. Where they can put giant sets up and then they have other, like the, the, the round the, ones and stuff. The George, the third uh, was in the Nottingham theater. Mm. So like they have a lot of smaller theaters that are part of that. Uh, it's like, well, it's I, like yeah. Stratford where Stratford yeah, exactly. is three theaters. Uh, but it was like we're going to Stratford. Which theater? You don't say what theater. You say we're going to Stratford, and you figure it out. <laughs> I will definitely ask you guys what you thought about it afterwards because I want to see it mm-hmm. without getting any preconceived notions of that production. Of what? Just uh, of the sorry. National Theater one because I've seen the Stratford yes. one. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Yeah. I will. I am interested on what which one you like better. Anyway, yeah. let's jump into the news. The news. The news. The news. The news. Um. So this is some stuff that. We found interesting over the past two weeks since we last recorded, and we'll jump into it really fast. A number of movies have been delayed again due to COVID-19, Matrix 4, Godzilla vs. Kong, Tenet, which they, you know, when they released the trailer, they're like, we're definitely coming out this day. Nope. nope. Uh, Wonder Woman 1984, <laughs> um, and a couple others, but good news, Bill and Ted Face the Music has moved up a couple weeks. Speaking of yeah. Bill and Ted 3, the trailer has released, and it is wonderful. I loved it. Did you not? I thought it was hilarious. I'm, okay, well, I'm real conflicted on it. Mm, I can I'm, see. I'm going to love the movie. I'm excited. I'm glad they made the movie. Yeah. I I need to see the movie because yeah. the trailer made me excited to see it, but the trailer made me kind of go, I don't know what this is. Yeah. So I really need to know what's going on. Yeah. 
And well, then that get, was how people felt about the first movie yeah. also. It, the, the first movie, yes, but the second movie, it was very clear what was happening. So I'm like, okay, because yeah. the first movie, they had to, they were in creating this world. Yeah. The second movie was just continuing it. And this one, it's, it, they're dealing with the mechanics of time travel in this movie in a way that I'm like, <laughs> please, please don't, please don't. I don't need to know how the mechanics of time travel work in that universe because it was so <laughs> innocent and pure. I, I just, I love that, that world just seems so fun. Yeah. And I, I, I want to know more about like, they showed their daughters for like two seconds. Yes. And you're just like, mm, those are good actresses. I know they are. So, mm-hmm. so they're going to do something. It's going to be, it's going to be a good movie. It's going to be a great feel good film. It's nice to see those guys back together again. It's nice seeing death show up and them still being buddies. <laughs> That's yeah, amazing. Yes. Um, It'll be interesting yeah. to see Keanu do comedy again. Yes. yes. It's been a very long time since he's been funny. Mm-hmm. And uh, I love that they released it on Bill and Ted Day, 6-9, uh, yeah. June 9th, <laughs> 69. <Yeah>. Uh, <laughs> anyway, let's move on. After essentially abandoning Battlefront 2 and not finishing their promised content, EA has announced Star Wars Squadrons. The trailer should be up now when this episode is released, and we're hoping it's more of the Starfighter stuff from Battlefront 2, because that was the best part of that game. It was the best part. Ubisoft's I mean, gone. <laughs> yes, sir. It's it's likely. It is likely. I mean, they can't really shit the bed any harder than they did with Battlefront. So I mean, <laughs> why not? Yeah. Let's see what happens. They they have the bar to, is raised. They have to do something good purely because um, Jedi Fallen Order was so good and not sure. done mm-hmm. by them. So yeah. they gotta pull up their socks and be like, look, we can actually make things. But also, right. again, reasons why I kind of don't want them to, so they can lose the license and other people can actually have a crack at it and make good quality games like Fallen Order. If you guys haven't played it, definitely play that game. That game's amazing. I Fallen think we've Order? all played it here. Fallen Order, yeah. It's on the... It's. I know it was on sale in the PS Store. Uh, yeah, I think it was on sale everywhere. For another week or so, I believe, by even with this coming out. They are definitely doing their big sale because this was supposed to be E3 this week. Mm-hmm. So all the sales for all the video games are happening right now. Speaking of video games, Ubisoft's God and Monsters, their Zelda-esque adventure game set to Greek mythology, accidentally went live on Google Stadia. We got a glimpse of this game back in, 20, in 2019 at E3, and it appears that Orpheus, which was the name of the demo, was sh- the same one that they showed at that show. So that was nice to see all over Reddit, all the footage from it. It looks really good. It looks like Breath of the Wild, but set in Greek mythology. So that, which that be cool, amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In a Hopefully later show, <laughs> yeah, uh, last week we finally got season four of Call of Duty Warzone. Yeah. The new battle, pe- <laughs> the new battle piece, the battle pass, uh, introduced new weapons and operators, plus some sneaky changes to the map. I don't know if you've seen this, Matt Moore. Oh, they, I have. They've added train tunnels and yep. more tracks. They've added a full size um, nuke inside the, the map. Yeah, there's <laughs> also some other tunnels up in the mountains if you go looking too. Yep, there's new tunnels. There's also new huts that have key cards mm-hmm. and chests inside that we can't get to. Yes. Plus, the best thing that I enjoyed, I don't know if you enjoyed it, they have these new live events during the game, which yes. includes supply choppers that drop mm-hmm. a supply a chest that have like gas masks and armor and stuff. Um, there's also a prison break where all the gulag players get released, which is incredibly yeah. stressful and then there's the fire sale which drops all the prices at the shop by 80 percent, and then some items are actually free yeah the uh the first prison break i actually experienced uh because i was part of it because i was in you know because i saw they release it like this is a thing i'm like okay 
I'm gonna do like I was running uh, trios, uh, and like my entire team got wiped out very early on, and we obviously failed our fights because you know whatever. I'm like I'm gonna spectate to see what happens, mm-hmm. and it was I think the third last circle closure when the prison break happened. Yep. So there was like like at least a good 25, 30 guys that had been hanging around in the gulag spectating that all of us got dropped into this diminished, like this very tiny circle at the same oh time. God. It Ooh. was hilarious. It's so good. Because I literally I, yeah. sat there. I, like, I looked at how big the, the, right, like, the circle was. And I'm like, I'm going to pull my parachute now. And I watched everyone just dive down. And then the number at the top just scroll. Like it went red and just <laughs> went from like 50 down to like 10. And I was like, I'm going to die anyway. So I just pulled the shoot and just went down shooting. Oh, so I'm like, man. I'm not going to even survive this. It was so beautiful. Good. I wish I'd recorded it. This season is so good. And I finally yeah. got my first win yesterday and my second win. So nice. that makes me happy. Yeah, anyway. I've, uh, I've been having a lot of fun with, uh, especially with this weekend. They're doing a, cause it's their a promo weekend. They're, they've promoted the multiplayer. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've made uh, like the multiplayer free on uh, free Everything. on everything the only thing that bothers me they took plunder out which i miss because i love playing they? that yeah i thought it was they, under the br solo so it's not no Damn. it's uh no the, the under that it's just br quad and br solo plunder has yeah. gone completely right now because they had to bump it to put the other stuff in that makes sense for the servers uh, so, and whatnot so i've just been doing like the 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 mass battle with the first the first tab i can't remember what it's called yeah it's escaping my mind uh, I've been just been leveling guns all all week. Nice. It's great. Yeah, the, the I, new I guns are quite one. good. I, t- I no, I me like I leveled like a carbine from one. It's, it's sitting about thirty five right now. Yeah, you should check out the Galil. It is an intense new weapon. Yeah, um, I've got that. I, I just know. I just picked up the. I just got the Fennec today, so I've been yeah. leveling that. The Fennec, that's the fastest firing uh, submachine gun in this game. Yeah, it's fun. Uh, <laughs> anyway, this week we also got the PS five event where they showcase a bunch of video games and actually the hardware which is nice so i'm gonna just show i'm gonna talk about a couple of the games the ones the big ones um they mentioned marvel spider-man miles morales the sequel to 2018's marvel spider-man it's a full sequel sort of in the vein of uncharted lost legacy it's coming out 2020 holiday season there's a new ratchet and clank game called ratchet and clank rift apart no release date mention the original Demon Souls is getting a full remake. Which yes. God damn. No, re- so good. Yeah. no release date, but I'm not going to get it because I know I'll cry from that I, game. I would love to get it, but I don't want to spend $80 <laughs> on a game, 80 to $100 on a game that I'm not going to be able to get past the first 10 minutes of. <sighs> I have not beaten a Souls game. I have three of them, and I've never beaten no. one. And Bloodborne. Like I've never beaten Bloodborne yet. No, either. I no. listen. Like I have Bloodborne. I've gotten. I get to the exact same point exactly ten minutes into the game, and I get killed. And I'm like, I just get. I'm like, I can't. I'm done. There, there's right. a fantastic speed run of Bloodborne that I watched, where, where the guy is not only incredible at the game, but mm-hmm. he's like making jokes the whole time through it, and oh, he's just yeah. like, okay, here's the next boss. Boom, boom, boom. Just kills him in three hits, and then he just goes on. It's, it's an incredible speed run. I'll try to find the link yeah, and send it to you guys. Yeah, definitely, because it's so good. I remember playing this with. Chaos and Hawk, and yeah. it was such a fun game to play with people, but it's so brutal. And I, I think is. after dying that much, I was just like, I can't play with this, play you guys <laughs> with this anymore. Um, Resident Evil Village has been announced. It is the eighth game in the series. It's set for a 2021 release, and it looks intense. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll talk about it in a different episode because yeah, uh, Chris Chris Redfield shows up again. 
They've um, been upping. They've been upping their quality with the the Resident Evil games when they did mm. the remake of two and now three. Yeah, they've kind of they've got their groove back with the Res games, and I'm, yeah. I'm happy about that. Hitman Three is headed to the PS5 January 2021. This is the only game that has a release month. Um, everything <laughs> else has a window. It looks like the action will take Agent 47 to Dubai this time. Oddworld Soulstorm is headed to PS4, PS5, but no release date is given. It's actually a full remake of Abe's game Oddworld Abe's Exodus. There's a lot of remakes in this what in this yeah, uh thing. They're really, really playing on nostalgia. It really bothered me. Um, but yeah. Speak of nostalgia, Sackboy is returning from Little Big Planet, <laughs> and he's gonna have his own little side-scrolling adventure called Sackboy, a big adventure. They really need to change the name of that game because I will giggle every time I, I hear that. Because <laughs> you're a child. <laughs> Sackboy, a big adventure. Come on. Come on. Anyway, the best trailer of the whole event was probably Horizon Forbidden West, the sequel to the immensely popular Horizon Zero Dawn. It follows Aloy's story as she moves to the west of a far future America to brave majestic but dangerous frontiers where she'll face awe-inspiring machines and mysterious new threats. No release date again, but I'm hoping that's a release. I hope that's an actual uh, launch title because that would make me buy a PS5 right there. The hardware looks really nice. It's sleek. It's a two-tone black and white, mostly white, but there's some blue tones on there. Um, The controller is called the DualSense, and it features a load of new technological advances, including haptic feedback. Hmm. There is still no release date or price point for the PS5. It's coming holiday 2020. Yeah, it'll be probably November, like late November, early December-ish, I'd imagine. Yeah, and we don't know, especially with the uh, COVID stuff, so everything's getting... Yeah. Well, well there, there was also yeah. talks confirmed. Nothing's firm. Yeah. They, they were also talking about how um, they're they're planning on producing fewer of them because um, I guess a lot of people have been out of work because of COVID, and yeah. a lot of people don't have the uh, disposable income to buy a new console. So they're expecting to sell. I remember hearing a podcast say something like twenty percent less than they would have. Sure, um, that makes sense. If, if this That's if it. this pandemic didn't happen, yeah, yeah, twenty percent is still a lot. <laughs> that's like a lot, yeah. When you're talking about millions I'm, and millions I'm, of units, right? Yeah. I'm considering 45 million people out of work and just in the states alone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's crazy. Yeah, it's gonna be. I mean, and it's gonna. It's also gonna depend. Like we were saying earlier, that it's also gonna depend on whether they can get them made in time. Because I mean, like not having a date means that they're probably in production to create them. But if all of a sudden production screams to a halt because we have a second wave or another outbreak or whatnot, if. you don't want to set a date and then be like, well, we have eight. <laughs> <laughs> what million? No, eight. eight. <laughs> um, so I think I'm probably and probably smartly so. They're even with the games and the the hardware. They're going to probably hold off till they know for sure they have reliable supply lines and like they make sure that there is you know an actual market for it. Because if people can't afford to buy the product, it doesn't matter how many you make or what time you get them out, they're going to be sitting in shelves. For sure. For sure. Anyway, speaking of video games. We are we have gathered here today to talk about probably one of the biggest releases this year, and it is Final Fantasy VII Remake. The original Final Fantasy was the seventh installment of the Final Fantasy series, obviously, because it's Final Fantasy VII. I don't know why I wrote that. <laughs> <laughs> the, game, the game is from Square, and it follows Cloud Strife, a mercenary who joins an eco-terrorist group called Avalanche to stop a world-controlling mega-corporation from using the planet's life essence as an energy source. This is very generic Final Fantasy 
description. Through various events, Cloud and his allies, which include Avalanche leader Barrett, Freedom Fighter Tifa Lockhart, and Flower Salesperson Eric Gainsborough, pursue Sephiroth, a superhuman who seeks to wound the planet. The game was originally released on the original PlayStation on January 31st, 1997, when I was 16. 15, yeah. turning 16. Um, I was 16, turning 17. Huh. So, I was 10. <laughs> I was 21. Uh, do you guys, guys. <laughs> do you think we'll have any listeners uh, that, that weren't even born yet? Yes, we do oh, actually have yes. listeners. That, uh, Let's not think about it. <laughs> I definitely know people that listen to this. And oh my God, yes. Weren't born yet. YouTube. <laughs> So let's start off with our history with Final Fantasy VII and the franchise in general. Like, do you remember your first Final Fantasy game? Or if this was your first Final Fantasy game, do you remember playing this for the first time? Let's start with, yeah, Jen. Yeah, well, I was 10. So yeah, this was my first one. Um, uh, I actually waited. I think I didn't play it till I was about 11 or 12. Um, I have a weird history with this one because like I was so young, you know, as soon as I hit something difficult i think i got out of midgar and something became hard and i was like this game <laughs> and like stopped for several years and then picked it back up again and you know same thing happened now i have patience so i can play through a whole game mm-hmm. um, but basically i had to go back and like i know what happens but mm-hmm. i've never done a full playthrough until now mm-hmm. that's crazy but yeah i assume did you know what would happen in the game from like from other people or did you just go in it still blind um i mean obviously you get to a point certain things happen by the time i I replayed it which i think i was probably 14 by that point i knew like the important stuff like Like i got halfway (laughs) through the game let's put it yeah Yeah. Yeah. um Uh. i saw certain sad moments um and past that point you know, I didn't get too far past that. I think I got to the northern crater and past that. I didn't. I didn't oh, you're so further. close. I was so close, but I didn't know how to grind properly at that oh. point in my life. So I'm like, I am not winning and I don't get it. Yeah. <laughs> you got to get your Knights of the Round, my friend. Yeah, as I was about to round. say, you got to grind for that. You got <laughs> to breed some chocobos. <laughs> oh. Yep. oh, yeah. And I knew. And as soon as I found out that's what I had to do, I was like, ugh. That's it, like it was a different time. I was a teenager. Um, so I got better once, things. Once to I do. knew I wasn't going to do the work, I I just looked it up and Fair. found out what happened. Fair enough. Yeah. Because she was of the she was of the generation where she could go and look it up online to find out. What yeah, happened. I was. Uh, Hawk, what's your history with Final Fantasy VII and the franchise in general? Uh, Final Fantasy VII, the original one, was the reason I got a PlayStation because, like, I still remember the commercials and that. that they I remember had the commercials too. Yeah, yeah. right. It just, uh, it, it, I had been out of video games uh, for a long time at that point. You know, I, I was, you know, my 90s uh, as a teen were mostly like music concerts, music concerts, and that. And then, you know, this thing came along and was like, I really need to get this. Um, because it took me Screw back going to like, out. Uh, I need to stay uh, in my video games. Yeah. <laughs> this took me back to my like uh, my first experience of Final Fantasy, which was Final Fantasy 3 for the Super Nintendo. Mm. Yes, I am that old. <laughs> I remember it too, to be fair. Uh, which was, wasn't 3 actually Final Fantasy 2? 6? Yeah. I couldn't remember which ones. Was uh, which. Yeah, they moved it around, yeah. 
What? Wait, yeah. Final Fantasy two was three, right? Two was four. Two, God, two was, oh two was four. Three was two was four. Yeah, yeah, legit. Final Fantasy two <laughs> just disappeared. No one's ever. Played yeah, it. and they didn't. Uh. They didn't put out Final Fantasy three in North America until it came out on the DS, mm. and it came out with like three D sprites and stuff. Yeah, so crazy. I know. What about you, Shes? What's your history with? Final yeah. Fantasy 7 and the franchise. I, I go all the way back. This is like, uh, you know how you ask those questions? Like, what's your favorite video game franchise? Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is mine. Um, I go all the way back to the original Final Fantasy, like playing it on the Nintendo. Yeah, boy. Um, I, I remember uh, I, I had an old issue of uh, Nintendo Power that had like um, some of the... Uh, uh, some of the maps of some of the dungeons because well, was it was it the one with the Final Fantasy two uh, logo on the front of the Nintendo Power? Because I have that uh, one. I think it might be. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I I played I played Final Fantasy one on the Nintendo. Um, I played uh two and three on the Super Nintendo, which we just talked about. Tactics. Uh, you know, Final Fantasy seven when that came out for the PlayStation. Um, I had all the ones for Game Boy, Game Boy Advance. Mm. Um. And then, you know, 8, 9, 10. I never got into the online games, like 11 yeah. and 14. Like, I never really got into those. 14 is but, free right now. Yeah. Oh. On the I, PS4. I would not mind trying that it's out at it. some point. Yeah. <laughs> I've heard it's quite good. Yeah. Um, and when we get into talking about 7s, uh, like like some of the, the mechanics that are that they built into the 7 remake, um, I was actually quite a big fan of 15, which a lot of people mm-hmm. I don't think really were, unfortunately. I love it. Um, it, it it was you know it was the the bros all going for a, a road trip and mm-hmm. I, that I car really was so that. slow <laughs> you could literally walk faster than the car. okay so so this is this is my rant about final fantasy 15 it, it's, it's it's like they gave they gave one studio and they said okay you're gonna make this this like elaborate game and you're gonna have it on this island and the car's gonna drive around you're gonna go to all these places and they all worked on that and then they gave like a smaller studio and said okay you do the rest of the game <laughs> because at some point in 15 you just leave you leave the main continent and you go to another place and then it becomes a completely different game you, you, you yeah i didn't like, even get that far in 15 they had something so good there but yeah, yeah. so um i'm a huge final fantasy fan yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Matt Moore. I, I i have i have a plush moogle in the other room if i'm gonna go grab nice. that moogle. Moogle. oh that was sad not oh. seeing them in seven um what about I know, you? We will, though. We will. Yeah. Um, I, again, I'm, I'm with Shouts. I was an OG, like, Nintendo Entertainment System Final Fantasy owner. Um, and it took me a very long time to get past the Dark Elf in that game. Because mm. I, like Jen, I did not like, I did not like combat grinding, which even then, when you're, an 8-bit combat grinding is the worst. Oh, yeah. Uh, when you're, when you're a kid and you're, and yeah. you're grinding like that... It seems it's like so, you're spending forever on it. Because you are. Because you are, yeah. You have to you're run spending three and, days and, running and in a circle. Hopefully <laughs> randomly have enough encounters to get a decent enough level and not run out of, you know, potions. Mm-hmm. Um, but I love, you know, I love that game. Um, I'm trying to think. I play. I didn't play any of the ones after that for the, the SNES because I didn't have a Super Nintendo because I was a Genesis kid. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sega. Whatever. I had the I had Sonic and I had the X Men, so y'all can bite me. We had X Men, um, just not a good one. Did yeah. you also have the better version of Mortal Kombat? Sure yeah. did. Yeah, you did. Yeah, okay. You mean the violent one? You yeah, did. yeah. Did you play Fantasy Star on Genesis? Yes, I did. Loved it. Loved yeah. Fantasy Star. Yeah. So I got I got my RPG fix. So uh and then I got into Final Fantasy Seven. Oh, Right, <laughs> that that game ate about three and a half weeks of my life. Mm. Uh, Only three and a half weeks. 
That's it. I, this, was three and a half, this was three Straight. and a half weeks of not sleeping. when I was unemployed and not in school where I was literally doing nothing but playing this all day, every day. <laughs> That's fair. Because uh, the Chocobo breeding took a very long time. Oh, my God. Yes. Yeah. Yes. This was kind of pre-internet. Like it was, there was internet, but it wasn't the internet that we have now. Yeah. So it was a lot of like ASCII, uh, yeah. game facts kind of stuff. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm going on uh, BBSs, talking to people and be like, did you, did you do this yet? Like, <laughs> what's this Knights of Round I hear of? Where do I find it? Well, oh you see. <laughs> Just and, and walk off a week. It, can I go to the washroom and, <laughs> and then come back? Yes, you can. You can <laughs> yes, do yes, one can. and two. <laughs> yeah. it'll be fine um but yeah seven loved seven uh loved eight which i know i'm in a bit of a minority on too because a lot of people didn't like eight i loved eight yeah i never um, finished it i like never i never beat i got to the third disc third yeah third di- yeah. wait fourth disc the no, last disc three. it was a three and i was just like you know what i'm not finishing this game <laughs> fuck yeah. no they, <laughs> they re-released eight for modern consoles with like yes, a like an update i was so close to buying it, I I, I haven't yet because I, I think it's on sale right now. It, um, yes, we got it. it. Picked it up. It's it's pretty good. How, how much is it on sale for? I think it was like ten, twelve bucks, something like that. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah, like it was one of those. I'm like, yeah. I will pay twelve bucks to have this uh, in my library and play it whenever. Get your gunblade on, my friend. Yeah. Get your gunblade on. It was that stupid card game that drove me insane, though. Oh, fuck. I hate oh, card the games. Card I, games. Hate it. I had the physical cards. I bought some nice. uh, from an from an EB. And uh, I remember playing them in the cafeteria at my high school mm-hmm. with a bunch of like-minded nerds. Yeah. <laughs> would, nice. Yeah. You mean the cool kids, right? Yeah. Cool kids. Yes, exactly. Um, and then like, so like 10 and 10 too, I was, or nine, uh, I liked, not a huge fan, but I liked it. Uh, 10 and 10 too, I was like a hardcore fan of those games. 10 uh, too was like, we, we got a little bit of J-pop in there. You got more yeah. than a little bit of J-pop. You got a whole <laughs> lot of J-pop in there. Um... And then, yeah, I kind of fell out with the games after that. 11, I played, and I was one of those sad, sad people that fell prey to the campers around the the city. I think we've talked about this. When Final Fantasy XI was released, it was released in Japan about a month or so before it was oh. released in North America. So the problem was all the, the people that had the chance to play the international version uh, realized that when you leave the, the spawn city in Final Fantasy XI, um, you have people going out there that you basically have a lot of a decent amount of gold on you because you can only buy spend so much on the equipment you can get there. So you'd be walking out with like uh, five six hundred gold if you spent it on everything. So people would camp outside the main city and just kill level one players to steal all their stuff and sell it. <laughs> and there would be like armies of people that were like level 40, 50 that were just hanging out outside to kill noobs. So you couldn't actually get out of the city to play the game. <laughs> wow i played that game for about two weeks and said fuck this and returned it because i'm like I'm, i don't have time to waste on a game that i can't play That's and right. apparently that was a huge problem and a lot of people returned the game because they couldn't play it this was 11 you're talking about right this is 11 now uh, 11 was the first one that did, didn't they release a lan adapter for the ps2 so people could play yeah uh that network play on the ps2 that, yeah for that game crazy it was it was their first dabbling in uh, in MMO and it failed. Whole- I mean, <laughs> they fixed it after the first month of release in North America, but by then it was kind of too late for a lot of people. Didn't it uh, also have like one of those giant collector's editions? Yes, I, I remember this was the era when they first started releasing yeah. statues and stuff. Oh yeah, oh, 
I, now I wish I got the Final Fantasy VII Collector's yeah. Edition. Um, um, and after that, I kind of just sort of lost interest in it for a little while. Uh, and then 15, I brought me back into it, and I loved 15. It was fuck. it yeah. was fun, and it was different. I'm like, okay, I'm actually yeah. kind of liking this, because it's, it's a little more... It was, I don't know, it was a little more MMO in the way that I understood it, but it was more action based than it was just like, I'm going to go and fight in real and fight turn based. It's like, no, this is real time combat. Okay, cool. They use, the, so is, yeah, they use a lot of the tech, right? You, yeah. Like for me, 15 is you can't treat it like the other games. It's like Shao said, like you're on a bachelor party. Just treat it like a dumb game where you run around and hit some things and you have a sweet ass car. Like yeah, don't do. take it as seriously <laughs> as the other ones and you're yeah. fine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I loved finding recipes and cooking them because you know that's my. That's I my really like that too. I got it. That was one of my. And then when they happened in Breath of the Wild, I was like, "Yeah, more cooking. Yeah, <laughs> so much fun." Uh, so yeah, I've been a uh, I've been a, a big fan of fifteen or not fifteen Final Fantasy for a very long time. Yeah, fair. Same like me and like Chos and like Matt Moore said. I started with the NES version. I remember playing it for the first time. On one of those uh, displays at Sears, you know the ones that had the buttons, and you kept on uh, pressing yeah. them, and you could pick different games. But I just always pick Final Fantasy and be like, I like this little wizardy type guy. He looks cool. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, that baby. that was my that was my first experience, and I I didn't play any of the Super Nintendo ones that I can remember. I think I played Final Fantasy two for a bit, but I never finished it. Seven was really the one that I really remember because I remember seeing the commercials, like uh, Hawk has said. Uh, MTV really pushed this game for some reason. Yeah. Um, that that shot of Cloud on the bike and then just like skidding to a stop that mm-hmm. ended that trailer always just made yeah. me drool a little bit. Yeah. The the one really awesomely uh, rendered cutscene from that game. Yeah, the exactly. Mm-hmm. Awesomely rendered cutscene from the original game. <laughs> and um, I I didn't have a PlayStation, so I ended up buying it on PC because I had been a PC gamer at that point. So the, the do you version- still have it. Do I do have the box. I do have somewhere? the box. It's it's right up there. Um it's in a triangle which is really weird. Yeah. The the version that they actually released on PC was the original version that they wanted to release on the PlayStation, but they couldn't <laughs> they couldn't uh fit the mouths on the characters. So that's why a lot of the characters don't have mouths in the game. <laughs> oh my god. So, so there's stuff like little graphical things on the PC that they fixed just because of the size. There was no limitations, which is really, really funny. Um, I did not like 8, like I said earlier. I didn't finish it. Uh, 9, I loved because it was a return mm-hmm. to old Final Fantasy, and I love that yeah. old magic style. Yeah. Um, that old whole thing. 10, I liked, for the most part, Blitzball really confused me. Not confused yeah. me, but I it really, I don't know. I have a love-hate relationship with it, I guess. Mm-hmm. 10, 2, I love J-pop, so, you know. <laughs> 11 I never played, so that's fine. 12, what was 12? 12 is um Vaughn. I, I'm actually replaying it right now. Yeah, I've got um, it on Switch. Vaughn, it's Ash. It's the really, really super political one. The, the I, hyper-political like, desert one. Yeah, yeah they, 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 they used the one. world from Tactics, and they created yeah. a, a game in that world. Oh. It, was it was the first the, one that yeah. used real-time. Yeah, like oh. the combat's all real-time. It's, yeah. turn, it's turn-based, kind of. But it's it's also like you're you're giving commands to your like you could you could sit back and not play at all with yeah. the combat in that game. Yeah. You could just give everybody auto commands and sit back yeah. and just. Oh, I fight. do remember this one. Yeah, and, oh, and it was controversial because of that. It was the first one that actually broke the mold for a Final Fantasy combat mm-hmm. system. Yeah, but it was a great I, game. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Was it? yeah. Okay, I never finished it either. Thirteen, I finished. Um, 
I don't think I finished the third of the thirteens. I finished one and two, but I don't think. Oh I yeah, finished I, keep the third I forgot. One. Thirteen was the one that was. Yeah, I've fight. never played thirteen. They I never great. played two or three of the thirteens. Yeah. That's, um, that's my my shame. <laughs> three was better than two, but two broke me. So I was just like, no, I don't like this anymore. Um, the 13. 14 is the online one. I've only yeah. played a little bit, and I'm gonna probably pop it on the PS4 again. And 15, as I said earlier, I did not like the car stuff, <laughs> but I enjoyed certain aspects of it. I feel like 15 really um really fixed the combat, and it's really the precursor to this one. Because yes, this one is 100%. so refined and so well done, and we're gonna talk about it right now. Yeah. And, and so, use the gra- the graphic engine, right? That that they they put into fifteen. Yes, and they updated it to the new Unreal Four, right? Can, so. can I can I mention something really quick before we hop into the discussion? Oh, fine. You, you were talking you were talking about seven, right? You were talking about how they couldn't fit everything on the discs and they couldn't yeah. get everything in, and and like like I'm I'm holding up to my camera <laughs> my copy of Final Fantasy Seven on my phone. Right. Oh just just to give you a sense that where we've come in that amount of time is that I have all of the Final Fantasy games on my phone now. Yep. Yeah. And at, at that point they couldn't get that game four. onto is it three CDs or four CDs four. that were in the it was a right? <laughs> and my they had God. to swap out CDs and everything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, those CDs before DVDs, right? That's crazy. Yeah, yeah those CD back there, C D ROMs, yeah. Uh anyway. Back in April 10, 2020, so long ago, the remake of this beloved RPG was released on PlayStation 4. It is the first in a planned series of games remaking the classic uh, Final Fantasy VII. The remake boasts updated graphics, gameplay mechanics, and a deeper story. So let's just jump into this like a roundtable type thing. We'll talk about things we liked, we didn't like, talk about the gameplay. Um, does anyone want to jump off on this? Shouse, I'm going to point to you because you are okay. looking down and I think you're thinking about stuff because you're really <laughs> yes. deep in the thought. I know, yes, I'm, I know. I'm, not, I'm not playing Final Fantasy VII on my phone right now while we're doing this. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so so um, I like this game a lot. Like, I, 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 Is there I, anyone I was... here that doesn't like it? Uh, yeah, awesome. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Good. There was going to be fighting if there was. <laughs> apparently, this game sucks. Um, no, I was worried at first because uh, when they announced the game at E3, like what was it four years ago? They announced. Yeah, I think it was E3? longer, man. I think it was 2015 or 2014. 2015 or yeah. They, they, yeah, they, they showed, first announced it then. Yeah. They showed some clips of the game, and and they really wanted to show you first of all that it was going to only be the first chunk of the game that took place mm-hmm. in Midgar basically the first disc yeah. and that it was um, going to be using a completely different style of combat. And, and I think a lot of people, myself included, were worried that um, they were going to take this sort of classic and, and somehow ruin it. Mm. So uh, I, there, I had a few years where I was worried about that. And then coming into it and just seeing what they did with the graphics and the gameplay, um, I was on board right at the beginning of that. And then yeah. as I play through, and I know some of you guys have beaten it, some of you are further ahead than me, but as I play through it, I like it more and more. Like it just, mm-hmm. it's endearing. It's, uh, you, you care so much about the characters. The voice acting is incredible. Like I'm, I'm definitely on board for this game. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember, I think we were probably watching the Sony um, press conference together when, when that actually that trailer dropped and most of us were just losing our mind because you know, final fantasy seven. 
but like having having the first part like six to seven hours i remember midgar was not a long part of the original game it no. was yeah it was a very and, it was like it was basically like a quick training session for how to do everything yeah. a big a little chunk of story to get you some level up and then you were on your way it was yeah, very linear too yeah that it yeah. was the yeah. linear part of the game right because as soon as you leave the world opens up and so yeah. much happens you can mm-hmm. do whatever you want. And mm-hmm. I was really worried that having a linear Final Fantasy would be like, oh, I guess I'm going to beat this game in like 15, 20 hours, which yeah. definitely is not true. 100% no. <laughs> oh, my God. This game is so long, but not in a wasteful way, which I like. Yeah. Yes. The yeah. the care that they took, like just every little aspect, like show said, the graphics look beautiful. They pre-rendered. They didn't pre-render everything. Everything's in-game engine using Unreal 4. Mm-hmm. It's so nice. They got the original composer to come back and reorchestrate everything and do yep. it with an orchestra. So the music is beautiful. Just when you load the game and you hear the new updated title screen music, oh I sat there for like 30 minutes uh, one night and just be like, I was just listening to it because uh, I remember as a kid, you hear that and you just expect it to go on forever. But there's so much more to that theme and it builds yeah. into this whole epic thing and it's just so beautiful and you just want to like i will definitely buy the soundtrack i know it's out right now i believe but Should you know be, yeah. there's covid and all that stuff so i can't yeah. really go to a record store i guess i could buy it on amazon anyway buy it online like everyone yeah. else yeah i i always worry about buying records online because the last time i did it i got uh david bowie's black star and it was cracked oh um, no so i had to return it like three or four times before i got Ooh. one that wasn't broken I bought a copy of Thor Ragnarok on Blu-ray, and when it arrived from Amazon, it was actually fake. Like it was obviously, a, obviously it had been like a pre-printed. Somebody had printed on a, like a laser jet printer for the label and everything. How's that even possible? Yeah, it, I, and it was actually shipped from Amazon. So when I contacted them, they said, "Okay, yeah, send it back." <laughs> like, yeah. like, like it didn't surprise them or anything. Like they know that they're pushing the illegal merch every so yeah. often. Oh my god. Oof. Um, other things that um. But the, the detail, if I could add to the detail you were yeah. talking about, like I'm, I'm going to give one example. It's a pretty early in the game. There's a, a level where you uh, you go up on the, the top part of the city and you actually go to Jesse's house. Um, and um, I remember being in that house and looking at stuff in that room. And it almost reminded me of that game Gone Home, mm-hmm. where every little detail, every book on the bookshelf, everything on the table, everything on the dresser, everything on the wall had been carefully rendered. They weren't they weren't wasting any space. It was they no. they took so much time to make sure that world was detailed and put together. Yeah, no, they spent a lot of time to really really go out of their way to make it look good. Because like, I think they had enough sense to realize that people were going to spend their time and look around. Mm-hmm. Like when you're going to put people in these beautifully rendered spaces, people are going to take the time to look and explore and try to find things. Especially especially like in Jesse's house when you're looking for things. Yeah. You know, are going to be looking so you have to give them something to look at yeah yes um oh, i'm not gonna lie later on in the game uh there was a moment where i did have a little bout of vertigo he... oh yeah okay I yeah you're talking about. you like, did that way you went you hmm? went oh isn't there two different ways you could do that part yeah i did that way because i'm a big dumb idiot <laughs> i'm like it's a game it'll be fine oh <laughs> no no um let's see I'm, I'm trying to think of what else we talked about the graphics the music the gameplay like the the combat system was you know so what? good the combat yeah. system was phenomenal there's one other thing that that i really enjoyed is that i loved actually hearing these characters have voices yes and I, I don't count the advent children voice cast they did a phenomenal job but those weren't 
that's yeah. not that was just someone's interpretation this was like here are what these Character. characters sound mm -hmm. like now yeah mm -hmm. and, and for the most part so they're cool. genuine voice actors like professional yeah. voice actors oh, yeah. they got yeah. some pedigree behind them right the girl that but plays I, tifa is on um glow and she plays the mm -hmm. daughter of um what's his name oh mark moran I, I, mark, mark moran. Uh, yeah mark moran yeah so, i did not know that that's fun she's yeah. so good in it was just it was one of those like every time it would get to a part where i'm like i knew they were gonna introduce a character i'm like what are they gonna sound like speaking of the the, the voice cast i know me and shells had a um when we heard barrett the first time yeah. in the trailer we're just sitting there like mm, i don't know if this is gonna work out because it, yeah. it seemed like very he was a little over the top right yeah, a little over the top but sure. like he get he gets so endearing as the game goes on, and you're like, mm -hmm. you know, he's he's trying to put on that rough, yeah. uh, that rough persona, but he's he's a big teddy bear. But for me, I that, that was that, exactly yeah. the same in the original version. That was yeah. the same way where like you're immediately like, this guy's a dick, <laughs> and then like you're like, oh, okay, he softens, and then in this again, it's just he's just when you actually hear him, he's like he's really a dick. But he's, like, <laughs> but he's an endearing, dick, so it's okay. Like, yeah, like seen a big personality like that with text on a screen is one thing you can kind of gloss over it. Mm -hmm. And when it's in your face and you're like, okay, it's been like 20 hours. Yeah. I get it. Like you're <laughs> mad. Yeah. I remember for the planet. Like, I love Barrett in the first five hours. I remember the, the five after that kind of getting sick of him. Cause it was just a lot. Um, yeah. I think it was when you, we were going through the, Sector five, yeah, uh, yeah. The, yeah, the second reactor. I was like, okay, you you can take it down like <laughs> one notch. Um, yeah. But then after that, again, like you said, he softens it up. Mm -hmm. So it was really interesting to see um, the difference between what we had in our heads and what they presented to us. Yeah, yeah. I think I think the moment that I fell in love with him was when he started singing the victory theme. Yes. Like after uh, doing yes. a battle, he's oh just my like, God, yeah. da, 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 and you're like oh my god because <laughs> yeah. you don't yeah. hear like because the battles just keep going right it's it's a fluid yeah. game yeah. and you don't get that little victory at the end like you would in final fantasy the original final fantasy 7 so it was nice yeah. hearing it because yeah. for me it was a really cool throwback to 15 because they did that kind mm -hmm. of 15 as well too did they i don't remember yeah that. uh prom it was almost prompto, like prompto that would do it like the kind of the, the goofy little the quippiness of yeah so it was like yeah. nice to see them kind of do that little throwback to what they did with 50 because again it's the i'm gonna sing a victory song <laughs> <laughs> um but the, with the combat system in general like i remember like at first seeing like when they when they introduce you to the combat system they they even offer you an option they're like do you want to do this like paused where you actually have the menu set up yeah. or do you want to do yeah. it like active and i remember thinking well i probably want to do this paused but luckily they just let you take control of the character and just play regardless of how you set it up yeah. so there were points in the game where i felt like i need to very carefully calculate i need this character to cast a spell i need this character to launch mm -hmm. the summon whatever it happens to be but then there were certain parts like i remember fighting with the turks where it almost felt a little bit, you know, Devil May Cry, a little bit Bayonetta, where yeah. I was dodging out of the way, rolling around, sliding all over the place, yes. trying to get attacks off. It felt really cool, yeah. And but yet still felt Final Fantasy. Yeah, yeah. No, I love that. So. I love that time would slow down when you move to another character to do their specials and stuff. Like things yes. are still moving, but just at mm -hmm. a slower. So you had time to react and oh, it's such yeah. a 
it's like refined. Like it was such a good combat yeah. system. It was well, the essence I'm, of the turn based, so it wasn't yeah. jarring coming out of what we were used to. Mm-hmm. It was just upgraded and made things go a little bit faster. Which well, and nice. the, there's a way you can work it in in seven remake as well too, where you can kind of go like they do with twelve, where you can in fact set it and forget it with those characters. Yeah. And you can set auto prompts on all of them. And then just sit back and watch the combat. It's not a good idea with seven, but you can do it. Yeah, I think it's boring. Like you, you want to get in there and get your hands dirty, right? Well, because yeah. there's like, not like there's not a whole lot of random encounters in that. Like all like the encounters are there, but they're all planned. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you can kinda, see them. You can. You, you don't want to skip into a space yeah. and see them there. Yeah, yeah you don't want to skip the fight because it's fun. It's more entertaining. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just finished. I just finished the fight with Rude, uh, who you met <sighs> at Aerith's home, and that. Yeah. And, uh, oh, you're yeah. very close to where I am, man. You're you're, you're just like maybe a half hour behind me. Yeah. <laughs> and I kept trying to pull off this particular move in that because uh, you have like those two modes that uh, Cloud can operate in: an uh, operator mode and then Punisher mode. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah, but if you're just constantly guarding in that, he's going to take advantage of you. And yeah. There's this trick you have to do in that. You, you have to do that little switch between uh, operator and punisher just as he's about to attack. Yeah. And it sets off that that, yeah. that guard. Uh, that's actually that's actually very important later in the game. Yeah. Yes. Like incredibly important. Yeah. Punisher, you don't to... need it often, but when you do, you, you do need it. it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yes. Um, oh. It's actually very, very important in that exact area later in the game, too, if you want to get real fancy. Yeah. Yeah. I love, everyone's like, what are you talking about? Like, I can't say it. Oh, no. I'm like, <laughs> I know what you're talking about. The, um, yeah. the, the, the good thing about this game is that the producers, when they first announced it, they were like, this is not going to be a shot for shot game. Like, yeah. we're, we're remaking it. We're going to update the story. We're just, there's going to be a lot of changes. It'll still feel like Final Fantasy, but there will be differences. Um. Mm-hmm. So uh, the next section is about the different, the main differences that at least I noticed during the the game, and yeah. I think the best thing, at least one of the best things for me, was that the Avalanche members got more screen time. We got to yes. learn more about Jesse, Wedge, and yeah. Biggs. Yes, and you care about them. Yeah. You one hundred percent care about them. Yeah, because oh, Wedge, you sweet angel. Oh my yeah. God, yes, <laughs> just oh so wonderful. <laughs> like just the the again, I won't spoil it for. YouTube, but just the roller coaster of knowing those people, knowing what what it's you coming. think is going to be coming, and yeah. then finally getting personalities. I was so mad. I was like, "Stop making me feel feelings," because yeah. we know what happens brain, to them. I was like, "I know what's gonna happen." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I I was really impressed that they really dug into Jesse's story, right? Yeah, like. like she was nothing in the original. Mm. I don't even remember her honestly, other than occasionally flirting with. Uh, cloud there's a lot more sexual innuendo in this game oh everybody than I thought. Oh, yeah yeah everyone in Midgar is thirsty for cloud <laughs> i definitely did not expect that and he uh, doesn't care at all yeah. he does not. <laughs> i don't have time for that <laughs> um but oh man just getting to know each of them was it was yeah. it made their fight more personal i think yeah and i think they, they wanted that like when we were going around doing those side missions we'll talk about side quests next um, you wanted to help these people because they're people we cared about. Um, yeah. Avalanche felt like a cause that you actually wanted to, you know, fight for. Yeah. You didn't really get that in in '97. Like you wanted to fight them or fight people because it's a game. You want yeah, to go so, forward, but this you well, actually cool. I want to fight like, this because that's what I'm doing in the game, so that's what I'm going to fight. Exactly. 
But you see the gray area, right? Like you see the gray area between what Avalanche is doing and mm-hmm. the uh, the propaganda campaign by Shinra. Yeah. And so you see the people that live there stuck in the middle. You know, you, you see people being scared of Avalanche, being, you know, dying or having their houses on fire. And, and there's yeah. all this stuff that you really didn't appreciate in the PlayStation yeah. version. Yeah, you did. I loved the yeah. opportunity to be able to go topside and actually walk around. It wasn't just like, ooh, those evil rich people. Like you got to experience that side of it and like mm-hmm. outside of them being evil Shinra, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like the people that just happened to live up on the plates and yeah. didn't mm-hmm. realize that things were that bad. Oh, the class structure is so strong in this. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I like that you can go and randomly talk to NPCs in yeah. the in yeah. the game. Like that was nothing that was new. And they all felt unique. Like they weren't just a random person put there, right? They all felt different. Yeah. You see families, you see like old people and young people mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Oh, it's, it's such the little orphans and whatnot. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so oh. God. Uh, speaking of orphans, uh, there were, uh, there were new side quests or side quests in general. There wasn't really side quests in the original game. Uh, they yeah, called yeah. them odd jobs here. And yeah. personally, I know they were put there to, I guess, pamper out the, the length of the game, but it didn't feel like that. Right. They felt no. important to the story. That's another thing me. that came from 15 too, right? This idea that there'd be like a job board and there'd be yeah. a quest that you could complete uh, for rewards and things. But I the, love the, a side quest. And the part that I liked is that you can, in fact, just skip over all of them. And the game is still reasonably long. Yeah. Like I said earlier, because there isn't just a lot of random encounters, if you want to really level the characters, you need to do these jobs mm-hmm. to get those battles to level the characters up. And you get mm-hmm. those that materia that you wouldn't find yes. regularly. So... Those side quests are actually important. Plus, you get to find out about like those those orphan kids and the and and the cats, which are so important to the story. Cats everywhere. What just cats? Shocking. Uh, I love I love the development of um, side quests in not just Final Fantasy, but now all games. Because, like we were saying before, like just the grind of trying to get through a level back in the day was okay. Here's a map. I'm gonna run back and forth for a few days and. Like, at least now, like, it's a fetch quest. I know it's stupid and inane, but you get a little tiny sense of accomplishment. And like, hey, I gained a level. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It doesn't feel like a fetch quest, though. Like, it didn't seem like you're just doing this thing just because. It felt like you were actually helping people, which is Mm -hmm. really strange because I love The Witcher 3, but I know that those fetch quests are fetch quests. They are fetch (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I'm definitely yeah. going over there to pick one thing up to go over there. But I mean, to pick it's also up it's Witcher Three. It's Geralt. He doesn't. He's like, I'll do it for like. What are you gonna pay me? That's Give what me it money. was. Like, he didn't yeah. care. Yeah. Um, and Cloud, Cloud doesn't really care, but he cares. You can see it. He cares. He, he cares. cares. Like you, 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 <laughs> you green-eyed devil, you. Yeah. But, but the thing with these fetch quests is, like, for the developers, all they needed to do was just reuse the the same maps. And just that they would have an area of the map where they could just say, hey, there's a monster in here. Mm-hmm. Go fight that monster. They don't have to build new assets for it, really. They just have yeah, another monster yeah. spawn. Yeah. You run in there and you, you know, there's, there's 10 minutes of a, of a side quest if they, if they did want to pad out the story a bit. Yeah. Which, mm-hmm. which you, you know, they, that was one of the criticisms of this game. And, and that's certainly what they were going for, right? They were, they were yeah. taking a, uh, like a seven or eight hour sequence in a game and turning it into a full length game. Yeah. Right. Hmm. Um, Anybody else call it Mako when they were a kid? And now it's nope. called yes. Mako. That bothered me so much. I did not. You, <laughs> I mean, I Matt had this we had this argument. Yeah. 
I was called a Mako, which is funny because I never thought about it. I just looked like I just that's how I pronounced it. Well, just for me, that's because I look at that's the same spelling as the shark, so therefore it's Mako. <laughs> yeah, 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 okay. <laughs> but it's no, it's Mako, and that's cool, neat. I again, yeah. things that you learn with like it's all Mako. I'm like, excuse me, what is it now? <laughs> and that, that's canon now, so we're stuck. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's right. You say it my way. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, going off these odd jobs and side quests, they had. A uh, little boy, a little boy, I don't want to say that. There, there was a kid there that was there to give us new material. His name was Chadley. Chadley. And he, it was our new Chadley. way of getting summons. I assume you all have are at this point at this yeah. point, right? Yeah. yeah. So, what yeah, you guys I think? Shiva last night, actually. Nice. What did you guys think of Chadley and his uh, role in the game? Because I fairly loved new. that addition. Mm-hmm. I thought that was such a cool little add-on into the game. He shows up in every town you happen to walk into. <laughs> He's yeah. just there. I swear I'm not following you. Yeah. <laughs> but they acknowledged it like it's like no i just well but that's the thing he's like i he's like i know you're out about doing this so i'm gonna fo- try to follow you around to figure out where you are because he's well because he's r&d like that's he's yeah. like i'm a junior researcher with the r&d awesome now uh, some of the things you had to was... do but yeah like some of the um the accomplishments you had to do to get certain materia were aggravating as oh. hell. They, they were but... not great at, at explaining properly what you needed to do with yeah. someone. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, no, they were like pretty... just the descriptor was like, but I'm doing this thing. And it's like, oh, I'm not doing it exactly the right way, though. Yeah. Oh, oh okay. you mean not the way you want me to do it? Fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> that that I would well, it was very frustrating. But once mm-hmm. there was only about two or three that I really got hung up on where I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm doing this. Why isn't it working? And I'm like, oh, it's I actually had to go and look it up and be like, yeah. Oh, it's I have to do it this way. Okay, yeah. cool. Oh, it was mostly stuff involving Tifa, so I was like, whatever. Yeah. I don't, I don't like her <laughs> combat as much as the others. I didn't mind her combat. It, I liked it. It just it wasn't as fun. I didn't enjoy. It wasn't it as, as fun as Barrett or um, Cloud. You're right, Cloud. Um, what do you think about uh, getting summons through him? I loved that. I thought that was very cool. Was that was that in fifteen as well, or did no. you no fifteen? No. no fifteen. They were very ingrained into the story like they were integral to the story and i kind of like what they did with seven it's you know in the original it was just like you got a materia here's a summon and they treated it the same way they didn't try to make a huge backstory about it that didn't feel like it belonged there Mm -hmm. you know which they kind of tried to squeeze into other previous ffs as well i feel like nine did that they're like here's a backstory that feels like it doesn't belong but they were just like here's the thing you got it yeah. Yay! Congratulations. <laughs> yeah. But the, the summoning, the summoning seems a little inconsistent in this game. Like I, I don't know exactly when that little bar is going to pop up and offer me the chance to summon something. Is it only in specific fights, or it no? Needs, you can get I them in it all. No, it's be... a build. It's a time build, so it's yeah. It's just, it's it needs those... to be a, a certain amount of time, or you need to be at a certain amount of HP. I think. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's, yeah. uh, it's mostly time based. Like it's, it's it's a very long build. So it's really like you can't just throw a summon in any every single fight because mm-hmm. you don't need to. It's wasting it. It's basically reserved for like the big fights, and the big fights are the ones that take the longest. So it'll show up naturally because you've been fighting a long time. Okay, mm-hmm. okay, that makes mm-hmm. sense. Um, you can expedite it by uh, using your AP abilities. AP builds yeah, the yeah. summon bar, so the okay. more AP abilities you use, the faster it'll build. Cool. And okay. I think there's a there's one of the materia that lessens the AP build. Yes. So you can even get your yeah. summons faster. Yeah, it's one of the uh, the aux the auxiliary like attachments. Material will do material will do that too. So yeah, it's yeah. Always I always have that on one of my people just so that I can cast it on the people that I want to do their super mm-hmm. faster, which is yeah. usually cloud <laughs> yeah. or Barrett. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. 
There's a lot of customization in this game too. We really didn't talk about that yet. Like where yeah. we talk about how you can have like in your weapons, you can have different slots and some slots connect to, to other slots. So mm. the materia can, can actually support each other. I did Just, like the, the, yeah. the, the weapon leveling system I thought was very cool. Yes, it is very good. Yeah. And, but it very still funny. feels like the final fantasy seven version, mm-hmm. right? It's just yeah. like an updated version of it. Mm-hmm. It actually Did felt more not, like eight than me than seven. Did you not find though that with the weapons upgrade system? I don't know. I found like to a certain point, I was like, cool, I have six new things. I'm going to fill every slot on here. I'm going to max it out. Cool. I'm still using the buster sword. Like I feel like to a certain point, it stopped being useful. The buster mm-hmm. sword or the level? Like up? the, like, I was leveling up every single weapon I had, but those other secondary weapons still were never as good as the original. Really? I actually never used the original past the second one. Really? I'm on like my fourth sword now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I would, I would level up the other swords to get their unique ability. And then I would see which one would be better. And then I would just pick it, but I don't think I ever went back to the buster. Yeah. Um, I'm just uh, yeah, I'm just finding I, I'm I'm filling up everything and at the end of the day I'm like, well, I'm still getting the most by, out of this yeah, one. So by the time I got to the end cuz I I had maxed everything by that mm-hmm. and I'd gotten all the powers and all that by the end of it I'm like, you know what? Buster is is the best one to go into this final fight with. Really? I I went with the last Ooh. sword. Um because it's just it's also the way that I leveled the weapon my, my, with That's me good. like how I leveled cloud stuff versus Barrett versus Tifa. Yeah. It was the a, yeah. you kind of customize what they're going to be really effective with based off what you, what they have available so and this is really interesting because based on your play style you decide that the busters are better but because of the way i play yeah. i use the last one because of the link material and all of that stuff yeah um, but that's the cool part yeah. that's awesome it creates a customizable experience every time you play mm-hmm. and that's interesting because when it comes to weaponry like i obviously i use the materia but um i found by the end of it the buster stored w- stored the buster sword (laughs) was the most balanced in its stats like my stat numbers compared to everything else it wasn't like this one's great at magic this one is only good at strength like it was the most across the board for me interesting i'm gonna look back at the buster sword because i i do have that last save point right before the last thing um speaking of this customization um and these new features. There's a lot of upgraded boss fights and actually yeah. new new bosses. Have you guys yes. seen any of the new guys yet? The new bosses? I don't know I don't how... I think they've encountered the first one on the list yet, but yeah. they will shortly. You haven't seen Roche yet, have you? Yeah, he's, no, a, totally, he's a totally new character. He so. doesn't come in until after they leave where they are right now, I don't think. Oh, because of where they're going because of... yeah. Yeah, We're yeah. being very vague this, to not ruin anything. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I fought a couple of the Turks already. The guy on the bike, definitely. I fought him. Mm. I love cool sequence. I love yeah. that they. Uh, wait, the guy on the bike. That that is uh, that is Roche. The, the, is motor, Roche, the motorcycle so, yeah. chase that we had at the beginning of the yes. game, where, yes. where you're fighting yeah. on, and he's got the motorcycle swinging it around like a sword. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's fancy boy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. fancy boy. He's new, and the fact that you don't defeat him and he's gonna come back. Makes mm-hmm. it really exciting um, because I loved him. I thought he was such a good yeah. addition to the yeah. game. I remember playing him, and one of my buddies was playing, and I was like, is this guy new? I don't remember him at all. <laughs> well, <laughs> but he, was, like, he was presenting as one of the other soldiers, right? So it yeah. sort of made yeah. you feel like you're going to see a bunch of soldiers throughout the course of yeah. these and games. And that was so wonderful. I really enjoyed that. I was like, oh, shit. Okay. This is going to – this is now – 
doing that thing that happened yeah. a lot, which is like, this is not a thing that was there. Okay, what's happening now? Yeah, because um, who are the soldiers we, we met in the original? Zach? Yeah. Zach. Cloud? And not really Cloud. And um, Sephiroth, right? Sephiroth. Yeah. Those are the only ones you ever really see. That's crazy. And oh, man. Zach had his, old, his own game on the, was it the PSP? Uh, PS- yeah, Crisis PS- Core. Yeah. That was a good game. I liked I, Crisis Core. Yeah. Um, and I love that um, when they were expanding the story of this, they actually started bringing in things from those supplemental games that not everyone yes. played. So we find out more about like Aerith's background, like the Cetra. Like we heard a little bit about it, but seeing more about it, I, I don't, I can't remember if you guys are at that, but we or do I'm find not, out more. I'm not there they're, yet. They're getting there very soon. Yeah. This, yeah. this is as generic as I can say it. Um, yeah. You do find out more about all of these people, like all of the main characters, except for Barrett. You don't really find out more about him. Cloud, yes. Yeah. yeah. Cloud, definitely. You, you, you understand him a little bit more in the game. You get his psyche. You, you can even see his inner psychology and yeah. all that. Um, I know PST, they, there's some PTSD going on with him, uh, from yes. what I can understand. Yeah, yes. yeah th- that was in the original game too, but I think mm-hmm. it's way more apparent now. When that that mm-hmm. first flashback that we all experienced, because yeah. I know you guys are past that, was so good and so well done. You could see yeah. that trauma um, in him, and it's mm-hmm. it, it's really good, um, especially with Cloud, because every so often you just expect him to be that emo boy, right? Yeah, because he was always that Cloud emo was just boy. a quiet, sad boy. That was what Cloud was. He was exactly quiet, sad boy. With a big sword. Uh, another great addition. I think you've gone into this. Is that they've added mini games to this to this game? Sure, um, and they are so much fun. So mm, much fun. Mostly. I love them so much. Um, I wanted to play them more. To be honest, I, which I wanted... one don't you like? The gym. Oh yeah, oh. no, that one is garbage. I didn't mind that one. <laughs> Uh, only garbage because I, I didn't beat it. Yeah, I didn't Let's mind be clear. Until, yeah, I didn't mind until the very end. Where I'm like, I hate this, and I'm done with it. You guys I are at the part co- one. I did the the squats are the the squats are fine. You have to do it's that. The pull ups that I hated. <laughs> you guys are at this point, right? You guys are at the Coliseum ish area. They're there, uh, but they haven't. In, in all, in, in, I haven't seen any mini games yet. yet. Okay, it doesn't so happen until after the Coliseum. Oh, okay. So you're right there. The Coliseum yeah. is also a great new addition. That was um, awesome. I love I love going through the Coliseum and all its little levels of fun. So again, like padding out the game, but not in mm-hmm. a crappy way. Yeah. Ah <laughs> oh, man, it was so good. Well, th- that's that the people's criticism about that. And I remember reading a lot of reviews back when the game came out back in April. Mm-hmm. And people the people that loved the game, I felt were the more open minded people that were, yeah. were more willing to say, Yes, I did enjoy Final Fantasy Seven a lot back in ninety seven. And I am allowing myself to enjoy this one too. I know it's not the same game. It's something different and they're okay with that. But the people who are mad at this game are the ones that are like, no, you took my final fantasy and ruined it. Oh, it's like, like okay, that old one all, is still there. If you want to go back yeah, to that one, yeah. like it exists. It's also on PlayStation store. It's about $6. If you, really <laughs> you can buy it on the, you PS4. can get it everywhere. Like play Joe it, said, yeah. play it on your phone. It'll be exactly yeah. the yeah. same. And no, you'll probably get the same resolution. Pixelated graphics. It'll be fucking wonderful for you. <laughs> but you there was always going to be those, the purest. Yeah, those Sorry, people just wanted this game to be re- recreated, the exact same game 
but just with yeah. better graphics better and a voice cast. Yeah. Could like, you imagine? Would be the point. Why would I? It buy would be that? the most boring yeah. thing in the world. Yeah. Because that was how we played that. games back in the late nineties. It's it's sure. we play games differently now. <laughs> it's, it yeah. would ignore like twenty two years of gaming, like and everything yeah. that, that we've developed to this point. To be fair, the people like, that are mad about this game would be would would have also been mad if they had literally done what you just said, where they had recreated, oh, yeah. updated the graphics. Exactly. Get the same. They'd be like, "This is bullshit. They just updated the graphics. It didn't change anything." Yeah. These people just bitch for bitching. They were gonna be mad because they're just bored trolls that have nothing better to do with their time than be pissed <laughs> off about the game. Oh, yeah. yeah, And that's fine. They are entitled to be pissed off in whatever way they want to. Just stop bitching about it. Don't ruin my, don't ruin my fun. Yeah. Could you imagine? Yeah, don't yuck your yuck I your wasn't going right? to say it. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine playing this game? This is the first chapter, obviously, and not seeing Sephiroth at all because he doesn't show up in Midgar in the original game, right? No. You see the aftermath of all of the stuff that happens but he doesn't show up until after you leave yeah so you just be going through this game without sephiroth they, i mean i'd have been okay with it i don't know i love that they showed showed him i was early. prepared to not see him at all in the game mm-hmm. and then when he did show up i just went um what and yeah. so early too Super that, was just, early. that was like when that happened i was like this is not what's supposed to happen like that was again one of those things where i'm like this isn't what happened in the original what is going on and like it, mm-hmm. it caught my attention i'm like okay now I'm, I'm invested now because what the hell is happening? I remember asking you that. I'm like, I'm not crazy, right? Like, this did not happen before. Yeah, like, this is like, new. Yeah, I was like, nope, strap in. Yeah, this, <laughs> the changes the happened really fast, right? Yeah, oh. that was the first thing in the game that was big that yeah. was new. I remember. Everything else had kind of followed suit with what we knew, and then that happened. I was like, yeah. oh, it really is like a new game now. It was two yeah. really big things at that exact moment when we see Aerith for the first time. I'm yes. still not used to saying Aerith, by the way. I'm so used to saying Aerith. Um, yeah. Yeah. Aerith. Yeah. Um, I, had, so- I had switched it around after uh advent children, advent children? Said yeah. it that way. Where I'm like, okay, that was like, oh, okay, it was just a weird translation thing. It's Aerith. Okay, cool. That's fine. I guess I can deal with it. Um, <laughs> the the last thing uh, tying into Marco, Marco. the Sephiroth thing, um, and this is the last thing I'm gonna say before uh, we get Shouse and Hawk to take off their earphones because we're, yes. we will be getting into spoilers soon. Um, we kind of have a little bit, but not much. But not but much. It, it's enough that you can see in the trailer. Yeah. Yeah. The uh, when you meet Sephiroth and you meet Aerith right at the beginning. You also see these ghost-like enti- entities called the Whispers. They show up right when you see yeah. Aerith. And that was the first time I was like, I don't remember this in the game. Oh, that happened. I, just, I, I, I think I woke you up, Jen, when I was like, what the hell is going on? It, It is so good to have them in this game because they're so important. And we're going to talk about it in the ending. Yeah. Um, and they definitely keep on showing up throughout the game and through yes. these pivotal moments. And Chess and Hawk, before we tell you to take off your earphones, <laughs> what did you guys think of the whispers? They were a surprise. Like yeah. as uh, I was, I was in that boat. I was like, "Wait a minute! Did, I don't remember this." Uh, you know, I don't know how much I've gotten into it. I know there's a connection to that old man that we see in that with the black robe and the tattoo on his arm. Yes. Mm, yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, fighting them was cool near Seventh Heaven. Yeah, but the the guys with the tattoos they were in the original game, but yeah, in a different. Yeah. They were the they were the clones, and they the, were the clones uh, of Sephiroth. 
right? Yeah. And then and then like there, there's all kinds of stuff that's coming up in these games, like where we start to see like Genova and yeah, and all of the stuff that goes along with that, right? Like that's yep. that's going to be the the, yeah. the the driving parts of part two and three of these games, maybe, <laughs> right? <laughs> I, oh. I will I will say without much hyperbole that I didn't like Hojo in the original version. Mm-hmm. I really don't like Hojo. <laughs> oh my god. He's... Like they took a dislikable character and made him reprehensible. Like you need a shower afterwards. All the leaders of Shinra him are so and, uh, gross. What's his name? That little robo robot. The, the, the robotics guy. What the yeah, fuck? the little guy with the hair. What's his yeah. name? Palmer. Oh, yeah, which was, another, which was another one that he was a real throwaway in the original version, and they made him a thing in this, and you, I hated him. I wanted, I didn't want to hate him, but I hated him. All the villains have been really gross in this game. Like yeah. even, but which is that's good. In, like in the, the wall, moment yeah. you actually, I wish I could be there when you guys actually meet the Shinra board of directors for the first time. When you see them all in the same room, oh, so dirty. Oh, so <laughs> dirty. Can't wait. Especially because you see them all, and then you, you have to, you know, do that. Listen to yeah that thing that we'll talk about when they take their headphones off. That made me giggle and laugh a lot. <laughs> The, as, um, soon, as soon as we're done recording, I'm going to turn that game back on. I'm going to keep playing. Yeah. Do it. Yes. Yeah. I'm trying to figure Get out how signal. In. I should do this. Maybe when you guys can put your headphones back on. Um, yeah. The who's that that gross guy in in the Wall City? Um, Don was, Corneo. Don Corneo. He was super gross in this game. Oh, like, he yes. was always kind of gross. He, he was. His was the but, only voice. His was the only voice that in my head when I played it, it was way deeper than it was when they did the voice actor. But I loved what they did with the voice character. Oh, I, I, I that's where I am right now. So I'm excited to see that. Yeah, he's so skeezy. He's perfect. Like they. He's so much grosser in high res. Yeah, but yeah. When you actually, when you actually have, when he's a polygon, you're like, okay, it's kind of gross. When you actually see him rendered, you're like, oh, yeah. dude. And he's right. He's right in your face, and you're just like, oh god, no, get away. Well, you can you can throw away like on the PlayStation, you can sort of throw away what was happening there. Like it was kind of like a brothel, and it was all his all his women and all this kind of stuff. And you're like, okay, well, whatever. It's it's cutesy the way that they made all of the the graphics and everything. Yeah. But I'm I'm suspecting that when I see this, um, in this high res, it's going to be a lot you know, trashier than, um, yes and no, it's definitely, it's less vague as to what's actually going on, but it's still done in a very campy way. So it's not as it's gross in a different way. Okay. Yeah. It's gross in an HD way. Yes. Okay. (laughs) Hawk, any final thoughts on the whispers before we get you to take off your headphones? Um, nothing that comes to mind. I'm, you know, uh, like I said, I'm at I, I'm very early on in this game, and that this is going to be a difficult week in that because I really want to get into this game and that. But we all know what's happening at the end of this week. Uh we we move into phase two of certain people. Certain uh, is that what you're talking about? Oh no, I'm talking what? about June nineteenth. Oh no, oh, the Last of Us Part Two. <laughs> yes. Like, well, you have a yeah. week. <laughs> you you yeah. do. Clocks Sorry, guys. From Friday forward, I'm not going to be around. I'll be crying in my basement. Um, because if it's anything like the first game, or at least the first twenty minutes of the first game, I will just be crying the whole. Well, it, it time. better be because they've oh. made people wait long enough for the second part. So, yeah. oh, the, the, the reviews that are out right now are are dark, are so dark. I'm I've not read them, but dark. I've seen all the numbers and like the the sub the subtitles. They're just like thumbs up, but bring tissues. 
Yeah. yeah. Uh, Quick question yeah. about that, because like, I, 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 yeah, I know you've been on the media blackout for it and that, but they, like I said, they've been playing the commercials and that. Mm, and, uh, Ellie, I'm taking off my headphones. Okay. <laughs> no, sorry. What's your question? Knock. I'm taking off. Anybody my not? Okay. Anybody not concerned about <laughs> spoilers and that? Badly. There's a scene. They keep playing the scene of Ellie and that, and she's serenading her girlfriend and that. Yeah. And it's like I'm listening to the lyrics, and I was like, I know this song. I think I figured it out today. It's true. It's a uh, true faith by new order. Oh, okay. No. Oh boy. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm going to put dollars down right now that they kill Ellie off by the halfway point of the game. Oh, the halfway. The, no, the end of the end of the game is already leaked online. It'll there was a, a, a whole thing about this game. People it'll, were be from- swerve, it'll be a swerve where she dies and the girlfriend lives. That's what I think is going to happen. And that can I come live. back? Not yet. I'll yeah. do the wavy hands when we're ready. No, I was. I'll do the wavy hands. We're, we're you know what I realized? The... I'm gonna. I have to. This, I have this to is edit this anyway. Come on. <laughs> okay. No. 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 Anyways, we'll, we'll talk about that. We'll do another little mini episode on this. Closer okay. Cool. I'm back. Stage. Sure. I, back. I will. I will f- figure out some way to skip over this while I'm editing it. Yeah. There's nothing to edit. It's fine. Yeah. Nothing. Okay. Uh, yeah. So I'm looking forward to Friday. Um, yeah. We will definitely do a review of The Last of Us Part Two. Oh, will we? Um, I'm probably going to play through part one this week. When I'm not in Warzone, I will be playing <laughs> The Last of Us and uh, try not to cry during the whole thing. It, it plays a lot worse when you have a daughter of your own. <laughs> so, once yeah. I found it played a lot worse once you beat it once and you knew what was happening because then you're like, I don't want to do this again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, I've beaten it a number of times. I think I have the Platinum on PS3, but not PS4. Because finding all the Firefly tags is just a pain in the ass. Firefly yep. tag. Um, oh. Anyway. So, okay, any final so. thoughts on the whispers before we go? Before you go? No. No? Take off your <laughs> earphones because we're going into the ending. Bye, okay. Shells. Bye, Bye. Hawk. We'll talk to you soon. Bring you guys back in in like 10 minutes. <laughs> Holy. So, oh. wait. wait. Wait, 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 wait. Before we get into this, Major spoilers, everyone who's listening. Yes. Do not, and I repeat, do not listen to this at all because it will ruin it. Ruin it. Because yeah. it's have so not, good. If you have not beaten Final Fantasy VII, we will get tag the F you, off. We will tag when you can come back in in the liner in the notes of the episode. Exactly. Stop listening now. I will fight you if you don't. Ready? If we get, if we get messages saying, you guys ruined this for me, I will just flame you online. Don't even try me. Two months. You had two months to beat this game. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Two months of lockdown, too. So really. Exactly. Yeah. Three, two, one. I can't believe they killed Cloud. Wow, that's weird. I know. <laughs> I can't right? believe that Sephiroth was his father. I... Right? Who thought? Okay, we're going to actually go into the real thing. Okay. That was your warning. Number two. Yeah. <laughs> Last warning. So. <sighs> this Holy this ending <laughs> just changed so much of Final Fantasy 7 for me oh, and the fact that I don't know if you took it the same way as I did but I will um, read what I wrote because this is all fairly fresh I put, replayed the ending today just so I could watch mm-hmm. the cinematics because cinematics were intertwined yeah. in the final bas- yeah. boss battle and it's very apparent why or at least for me I thought it was very apparent Yeah. so it appears that the whispers are the key to this game yes. which just seems so intense and so it makes more sense now that you've played the game Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and how the future chapters of this series are going to go. 
Right. Uh, they are, as Barrett says, the arbiters of fate. And they yes. definitely are because, um, like I said earlier, they always appeared whenever something pivotal happened in the game. And yeah. based on the original 97 game, they were there to make sure that the story kept moving forward in the ways that it did back in 97. Yes. So, technically, there there seems to be two timelines. There's this remake timeline mm-hmm. and the original 97 timeline. Yeah. So there's a point near the end when Barrett dies. And it was yeah. shocking because it didn't happen in yeah, the original I was, game. I was, yeah. lost my, I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Exactly. And then the whispers bring them back to life. And you're like, why would they do that? Because you've been fighting them, but they're sort of there just to push them in a certain direction. Yeah. And it was there so that they could have the original game keep moving forward. Yeah. And there's so much talking at the end with Sephiroth and how mm-hmm. um, there, there are images that they see when the whispers go through them. Um, mm-hmm. You see Aerith's death, right? Yeah. Um, so Cloud and you, you, you realize that Cloud and Aerith and Tifa and Barrett are seeing their future, or at least yeah. maybe a parallel future of what had happened. But as they were fighting these um, three harbingers at the end, right? They had the, yeah. the sword one, the the fighting one, and then the gun the one. Gun one. Mm-hmm. So they seemed like three different versions of Barrett, Tifa, yeah. and and Cloud. So yes. they're fighting their own fate. Uh-huh. Which is so meta and so yeah. good, uh, and the fact that they fought them, defeated them, is that their their destiny is not the same as before. Yeah, that was what I got. Is that by the time you got through that fight, it was P.S. All bets are off. Mm-hmm. Everything has changed now. Whatever you thought was going to happen with this game may or may not be the same now. That's exactly. what I. Got. I think it's not because during the end credits, uh, not the end credits, the end cinematic. You see that Zack is yes. carrying Cloud, right? Mm-hmm. Towards the city. Yeah. And yeah. there's that fight, the fight that is actually in Crisis Core, but he yeah. doesn't die like he does mm-hmm. in Crisis Core. Yeah. I know. I was freaking out. <laughs> so, yeah, that's what, that killed me when I'm like, oh my God, they, they brought him, they're bringing him in. They're bringing him in early. And he's, and I was like, and he's still alive? Well, I'm like, that was again. That messes up everything we happening. know about Zack and Cloud's correlation yes. yeah. and exactly. what Cloud thinks is. Re- I, yeah. So, that's, so that's just it. There's a moment when Cloud, or not Cloud, Zach and Aerith sort of pass by each other. And I feel like mm-hmm. those are t- uh, parallel timelines, right? Mm-hmm. So there's uh, different universes that are, they both felt each other because they both sort of paused when they went mm-hmm. by. Yeah. So it's, it's so like mind blowing because yeah. when you see the, the fight between Zach and the soldiers, and, and behind them is Midgar with all the whispers around him, and that's not happening. Yeah during the fight <laughs> that you're going through as Cloud and Tifa yeah. and all those people. So, oh my god, multiple timelines. Um, Zach yeah. is alive. Um, <laughs> it's well, just, it, I'm, yeah. so, I'm so intrigued to see where the... That's why I was like, that game was awesome. I am so, That's why I said I was mm-hmm. so pissed off that they haven't given us a release date for part two. Because I'm like, yeah. I don't know how long I'm going to have to wait to continue this game. You can't tease us like that with a game that's that good and then not give us the next piece. I know. Um, I I love how meta, like within the story, the whispers have such like the multiple timelines, like what we know to be real and what they're seeing as their futures, such as they Mm -hmm. are. We don't know if they're real, but I love at the end 
when there's the big conversation, the fight's over, and they're literally like, so nothing is what it seems. Mm -hmm. Um, Fate's going to try to get you to do whatever, but we need to go do a different thing. Are you okay with that? And it was Mm -hmm. like the game developers literally being like, this is not the old game. Yeah. This is the end of it for now. Whether you want to keep going with this or not is up to you. Yeah. I, I also yes, that, sorry, well, that's true. I, I that's why I did get. It's like, by the way, you've now got to the point where this is the last of the familiar stuff you're ever gonna see. Yeah. If you hate it, don't get the next piece because you're not gonna. <laughs> yeah. Like, which is kind of again, it's like a hey guys, in case you were wondering. Mm-hmm. Mm. I, I remember, thought that was very yeah. smart. Yeah. yeah. I remember Aerith not being such a strong character until yep. later in the game. She was, but at right all. here, like she, she just like takes command i guess her seeing her own death and realizing that that's uh what might happen to her yeah uh, she knew that she had to take it by the balls and just go with it right yeah well that was the one thing i felt like in the original it always felt like she was kind of just there and she mm-hmm. didn't know what to do with herself yeah and this one it's more of a she her her sadness was based on the fact that she knew what was coming yeah and then she got to the point where she decided no i'm not gonna let that happen i'm gonna mm-hmm. fight it because I can fight my fate, I'm going to try to fight this and see what happens. Mm-hmm. Um, one other thought, and I don't know if this this might be my final thought, is Sephiroth. So, this Sephiroth <sighs> seems to know a lot more than the Sephiroth in 97. The thing like, I was going to say was, which Sephiroth is this? Yes, yeah, so I'm wondering if this is actually the Sephiroth from that timeline, the one who has already gone through it all. So he's trying to change his own fate because he knows that he's gonna oh. he's gonna fail. So that's why things have been changing around him. That's why the whispers are there, um, screwing that's, with him or that's um, trying why to move him. During that fight, he was able to go into one winged angel form and he was able to start summoning meteor. Like that's the thing. I was like, why is this happening now? Yes. Like that happened as soon as that wing popped out. I was like, holy shit, what the fuck is going? Like this is like Endgame Sephiroth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's the end. So that's what I mean. Like I think that yeah, that was that is Endgame Sephiroth from that timeline. Mm-hmm. That was coming back to fuck with this timeline and stop mm-hmm. and change things. I'm trying to think of the end of the original Final Fantasy VII if he dies or just disappears in death, and I can't, I can't remember because if he did actually just disappear in death, I wonder if he got transported to this time or this universe or this parallel universe. Oh, I feel like he wasn't. I think I think this is more of an intentional shift because he has knowledge. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, if it was one of those, like, if just like if he died, he automatically would pop back here. He popped back earlier than he did. So I think he made it a conscious choice. I think it's a matter because he can manipulate the whispers mm-hmm. or he can use them to cross cross times. Yeah, I don't he's know. using them to pop in at the times that he needs to. to, do I, remember, what he needs to yeah. do. I remember Genova being so much more important in this first part, or at least learning about it. And we didn't really get her in this game. We sort of did. We get glimpses. We, we got that she was there, but we didn't get any significance. There was no information. Like, if yeah. you had never played the game before, if this was your first time, was this game, you would, mm. I would have no, I'd be like, okay, there's a big tube in the middle. That's mm. important for some reason that nobody is talking about. Yeah. yeah. And Sephiroth yeah. clearly wanted it, but you didn't yeah. know why. Yeah. But he didn't want it as badly as he wanted it in the original Seven, right? Like, it was his yeah. main goal was to get to her. And that I was all like, of Seven was yeah. that. And yeah. I feel like in this one, like she was there and he knew that she was there, but wasn't as important as him doing these other things with the whispers. That's what I mean. Like that's mm-hmm. that's why I think this is a different Sephiroth. 
Yeah. I'm I also feel- curious as to whether there's one or two of them in this timeline though right now. Oh. Because what if there's like Sephiroth from the prime timeline and then there's alternate Sephiroth that's coming in and fucking around with stuff? Because didn't original Sephiroth die and then get his essence get cloned into another body or something like that? Yeah, I think that's... Yeah. I think that's It got transferred up north like at the yes. meteor. Yeah, 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 there, yeah, there's some weird... Final yeah, Fantasy VII. That, that, <laughs> that fight that he was in, that you, yeah. where you actually get to play him in the game, in the original 8 or, or original 7 for a little bit, then I think, yeah, he died at the end of that battle and then they... <sighs> cloned him oh my god i just now i just i don't know where this is going and i love that and i want to know that's where it's going i want to know what's going to happen just give us a damn release date on the mother i just want it (laughs) and if you know what would be brilliant is if the next chapter of this came out with the ps5 because that would for sure sell ps5s it would be but they would have to let people know because yeah. the other thing you have to think of is that you're, then you have to buy you have to buy a new system yeah. and a new game if, unless it was the launch title of five like literally it's like here's the launch bundle it comes yeah. with seven with seven part one and two. Oh my god that would be a reason to buy that yeah the or for a lot of people that would be enough <laughs> to justify spending the kind of, that kind of money is if you get part or it's like part one's cross compatible with like the you know with this you can keep your save and transfer it over here's part two already loaded onto this console. Well, apparently there are games that will automatically upgrade if you own it on PS4 to the PS5 version, well, like good. Destiny 2 and stuff like that. Oh, so, cool. Destiny 2, yeah. Yay. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Any other final thoughts on the ending so I can bring the other two back? Um, I, I love it. I love, what, I love all the swerves and the Shyamalan twists they threw into that. It was yeah. great. The only, the only thing that bothered me with it, and I understand why they did it, is I wish you could have actually played Red 13. Yes. We haven't talked about Red at I don't, all. I don't think you can play Red in the original one until you leave yes, Midgar. You Could oh, you? Yes, you can. Yeah. yeah. I, don't, I don't remember as that. As soon as you save him, he's pretty he's much in your party. He's a party character that you can use after that. Yeah. I sort of like them being a secondary character actually helping because I like using oh, yeah, my that's main thing. I understood why because he was like you had to do all that platforming back and forth stuff which was very cool and i liked that yeah it just it bothered me because like like i was telling jen is that you don't get to see anything that red's capable of doing fight wise until that last fight when he actually does his 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 uh limit break and i was like fuck yeah because red was always one of my but red was always in my party when i played seven it was literally it was cloud it was usually cloud red and vincent were always my party Mm -hmm. i wonder uh I wonder how Vince Vincent's gonna get changed now, right? Because he's so integral to. to. Well, we've, I, we've got no. left. We've oh got Vincent. God. We've got Yuffie. Who else? And oh yeah, and then there's Kate. Kate, Sid. Sid, game is so good. How's it gonna affect everything else? Uh, I don't know. Well, we've was, seen Kate. Yeah. We've seen Kate exist. So we've that, seen him exist, but we don't know. He was so How cute. he exists. Yeah. No, we saw that he was walking around. Yeah. Minus the giant Moogle. So yeah. we know that, yeah. he, that that form exists. Can't wait to hear him talk. Yes. It was it was sort of weird not having a um a Sid in this game, right? He's been in every game, but I know he comes later and Yeah, yeah. he comes way later. Yeah, so uh like it was sort the of weird sad. Waldo of Final Fantasy. It was exactly. weird not being like, Oh, there it is. But we yeah. got the wedge in the big, so we got that part. Yeah, we did. I also loved the fact that they kept their names. Alive. Oh, oh they kept yes. them alive. Oh. Yeah. 
talk about twists at the end. It's like, oh shit, he's alive. Matt had to hear me every like other night I was playing it being like this. This is where it happens. This is where they kill Wedge. And then I'm like, no, he's fine. It's okay. Well, that I was, was, I, I was preparing I, to be so sad about yeah. it. Well, I remember because I beat the game and then you were about, you were about 12 to 14 hours behind me. Mm-hmm. So it was when I was like, I beat it and I couldn't talk to you about it at all. No. Then I had to, I was sitting there going like, so I'd always come in like, hey, where are you right now? And you're like, oh, I'm here. And, you're like, and then I remember you're like, I'm in the tower and I'm mad. And I was like, <laughs> you have no idea. Oh, my God. Jesse's death was so sad. That oh, my sucked. God. Uh, and I know she's not coming back, which makes me sadder. Well, yeah. they had to kill we, one of them. Impact. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right. I think bring we, can, back. we can bring him back. Hey, guys. So I'm going to talk to the, the two <sighs> off mic without because we're not going to ruin the ending for you you yeah. how does this game move forward from where you are in the game where do you think this game goes uh do you mean specifically where does the game end up or specifically where where uh are we going to see the sequel games or when both. are we going to see them both <laughs> where do you like, think the story ends first let's go with that i think it's i think that the game is going to take us out of midgar i i think that that it's going to end the same place that disc one ended in the in the original could you could you remind the, Midgar from a distance? Yeah. Could you remind the 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 listeners how the your party leaves Midgar? Do you remember? Oh, well, there was a motorcycle chase on a freeway. I believe the uh, rest of the characters were in a pickup truck, and yep. they're being chased, and they escape Midgar. I honestly don't remember why, because it's been a long <laughs> time since I played this game. Because things were blowing um, up. Which is which is nice because if because I, I don't remember why I feel like it's going to be a new experience, but I do remember that that first disc ends. You're outside of Midgar and you're looking at Midgar from a distance, and the whole world is there, opened up for you, and that's how the first disc ended. So, so I'm hoping this game's going to. Yeah, there you go. There's the world theme. <laughs> what about you, Huck? Oh, I don't really have much expectations at this point, and that uh, I'm so early on into the game. Uh, I'm hoping, yeah, that sounds like a good place to end it on is leaving Midgar. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I know like the next game will concentrate on like, you know, the rest of the open world and that maybe next game we'll see the airship. So, God. Yes. But I guess that's the question is when are we going to see the next game? Because this first one took yeah. over five years to create. Yeah. Were they making them concurrently? Like, were they, they were. working on all the games they at the same time? They were. Because um, they're sharing assets and they, were, uh, they didn't want it too far off because they want to do actual other final fantasy games as well okay um yeah with the upcoming generation coming out later this year um how do you think that we're gonna deal with that like uh we're gonna have a ps5 in the holiday season um and obviously final fantasy 7 2 i guess that's what they're gonna call it or something like that um chapter 2 i think chapter Chapter 2 will be on there but like there's that whole save issue right we gotta move that up. What do you? Would you? Would you go up to the next generation, or would you rather play it on PS4? I'm sure they'll still support the PS4 version. They most definitely will be supporting. You know, this I game think. runs so smoothly to. too. Yeah, Because mm-hmm. yeah. you know they made a point of like as, uh, announcing like the PS5 is going to be backwards compatible with the PS4, right? Yeah. Certain games, yes. And there be and there is at least a year, maybe even two years of games coming out there that are going to be like multi multi-platform so and i was just saying uh, that to these two that uh a number of ps4 games are getting an automatic upgrade to the ps5 version like mm-hmm. destiny 2 woo 
<laughs> you mean Destiny Three? They're not doing a Destiny Three. Oh, they, okay. they have no. they have announced three years of DLC. Um, was it last week? Yeah. So they have okay. their stories planned out for the next two extra two years. You know what they would have to do at this point to get me to come back? Pay me. <laughs> Let you use the guns that you started the game with because. Uh. Crap! They're going to make you take. Yeah. Yes. They're eliminating. Oh, yeah. Just let me use the guns I like. Yeah. <laughs> the armor I like. Uh. Okay. Anyway, this is not a death. Try out this new stuff instead. I don't want to do that. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Boo, Bungie. Boo. But you're right. That the, the save issue is going to be big because whatever characters like when the the characters end at the end of this game, you want to take those characters with you into the next one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly as they are. The the way that you lay out their weapons, the the material you have, everything. Yeah. If and I have to relay out my materia in the next game, I will murder someone. <laughs> 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 for the last like, battle, I literally took like twenty, maybe twenty, thirty minutes just to pick the proper materia. <laughs> To, to, you have to, even yeah. early on in the game, I'm finding like, you, you know, I have to retry a battle now because I totally go into it with the wrong material equipped for it. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, you just yeah. get your butt kicked. Yep. Yeah. Maybe it's going to be like Mass Effect where it's going to ask you like a series of questions before no. you start the game. No, <laughs> I will. No. But then like, because you'd have only certain certain summons, right? I don't have the Leviathan yet because I, I don't know how to beat it yet. I will. But um, it's it's Leviathan's weird because Leviathan is actually easier than you think it is. I I think I'm overthinking it. I you're assume I am. You're really over. <laughs> you're overthinking it to a point. There's a couple things you need to make sure you have, but mm. after that, it's not as hard as it looks. That's what I figured. It's just really irritating. Mm. Can you imagine what the Knights of the Round fight is going to be like? I I know. Oh I don't want to. I don't even know. Mm. But there's nothing. Who's to say that they even show up? They may not even be in the game. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, yeah. Because I mean, there are summons in this game that didn't exist in the first one. Like I've got, you know, like Chocobo, like the, um, Chocobo and Moogle. Chocobo and Moogle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That oh, didn't yeah, exist that in that one. one which or, is awesome. or Fat Chocobo, right? Fat Chocobo. Uh, for those that, that for those that got the deluxe version, there's the Cactuar uh, summon that never is there- existed. Yeah, Shit, I didn't. It was a. D, it was a. You had to get the deluxe exclusive, and it's like they Shit. give you that summon early in the game. I it's just. That. It's just the ten thousand needles. It's not. It's good early in the game, but it's not game changingly good. It's just kind of neat to have. That's fair. That's fair. I guess. All right, uh, but, I'm, but that's the only thing that makes me worried. Is I'm hoping that that's not a thing where it's like, oh, by the time you get to like part four part or part three or part four, where they're like, oh, if you you know get the deluxe download of this version of the game. You can get Knights of Round, like where they do that. Like, here's Knights of Round. You're like, I have to pay an extra twenty bucks for this summon. Go fuck yourself. I would definitely buy a deluxe edition if they had a statue of Knights of Round because that would be amazing. Yes, that would be if, awesome if, if it came with the statue. Oh, you you love yeah. statues. I love there. statues. That's why I'm gonna have a little Ellie statue on Friday. Mm. Anyway, but I, I'm just I just want I wanted to say like um, last week was supposed to be E3, mm-hmm. and um, I wonder if E3 was going would have happened if Square would have potentially shown us a glimpse of Final Fantasy VII Remake Part Two. Yeah, even feel, if it was yeah. like a even if it was a ten second video of just something the, the Buster Sword standing yeah. in the in uh, like like 
plugged into the ground on the on like a sunny day or something. I don't think they would have like I no. just because of the PS5 event, and I think that was the one they were going to show at E3 anyway, mm. or at least a their version of it because they haven't done a, a live show in years. Like um, even if they ha- they haven't shown us anything yet about this the the next uh, iteration. We were just last talking time about it took this five years. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to wait five years for the next one. That, if I'm we have to make I said this to Jen is that if it's if they make us wait five years, people won't care. Yeah, yeah. They'll, they'll, they'll right like, now it's on everyone's head. Mine. Yeah, like you make people wait any more than a year for this, people are gonna be like, we don't care that much. Mm. Even even two years, I think that would probably be my limit. Like I'm just you gonna. No, they had they had for me they had a year from the from the release date mm-hmm. of the first game. Like they have till April 10th, 10, 2021 to give me part two. After that, I don't care enough about it. I don't think they will. You say that, but you'll well, be no. there. You know, it's just you'll be angry about it. Yeah. <laughs> no, because yeah. then it's gonna be a matter. Of, I'll have to look at it and be like, okay, but is this gonna be part? I'll, I will wait to be like, okay, is this part two of how many pieces? Because if there's a part three, I'm looking at this for like how many installments before we get to the end of the game, and then how many years do I have to wait till I get to like combined to get to that end? I don't want to invest a decade into one game. Yeah. I don't care about it that much. Like, I, for, like, we're, we're still waiting for Half-Life 2 Episode 3, right? I, we're not getting that. Yeah. Um, I am not. I do not want to be 50 waiting for this game. <laughs> well, like, and for me, it's also the, uh, and like, it's not a, really a concern, but there's always in the back of my head, it's like, the longer you have to wait for them to release this, what happens if suddenly Square Enix, something happens to Square Enix and they go belly up? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't want to be like, this was an unfinished thing that I never got because oh the company God. went out of out of order or whatever. whatever. Like, you know what I mean? Like, Three it's a ago. stupid thing, but like, you never know. Mm-hmm. Three months ago, I would have said that's crazy. Now, it's actually a very exactly. real possibility in that. Um, exactly. I think given this whole situation and that, that what's happening, what's going on in the world and that, and the, you know, people's drastic need for in-home entertainment and that i think it might motivate them in that to get a move on that we don't know how many parts are actually coming out for this do we they know they gave no timeline on anything other than here's the first part of the game five years (laughs) after it was announced yeah so like maybe they will do like a throwback to the old four disc system and that so four installment you know i mean i can't imagine why they would need more than that yeah for this one for this game they can spin it off however they want after that, yeah. but really any more than even that, like force pushing it. Cause I feel like three of, would be the perfect disc was right. just the yeah. final fight. Yeah. Right. Cause that was a lot. There's a lot of graphic that that final battle had. And there was a, there wasn't a lot of game in that. Yeah. Once you got to that fourth disc and yeah, no mouths at all. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, I would be happy with three parts. A trilogy would be kind of tight. Trilogy, I feel like, yeah. it. is what they have to do. They can't do more. Yeah. Because I'm not going to care after three games. It's just going to well, be Well, that's too much. just it. Like I said, it's yeah. how much time are you willing to invest in one game? I do love seven, but do I love seven that much? Mm. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> we and say it, that, but then, you know, we gave Destiny up like six years of our lives. So, <laughs> seven. Yes. And I regret that slightly. I don't know. <laughs> slightly. <laughs> slightly. I regret it because now it sucks. But we'll yeah. see in the fall when it comes out, and I'm gonna be like, I'm not gonna buy the DLC. Oh, look, you can get this new gun if I pre-order. Oh yeah, we'll Slunk. be on. We'll be on season six of Warzone by that point in time. So yeah. we'll see what happens. Yeah, Warzone. The Destiny got killed by Warzone. Warzone is so smooth and plays properly. Anyway, this is not that. Let's no, throw this no, out. No. To, <laughs> let's throw this out 
to the listeners. What did you guys think of Final Fantasy VII, the remake? Where do you think it's going to go from here? Let us know in email, on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram. Can you do long messages on Instagram? Yes, you can. Um, can. We are everywhere. Or you can even leave a note on our website when I update it ever so often. Um, (laughs) Thank you, Matt, Jen, Shouts, and Hawk for coming on and talking about Final Fantasy VII. It's such an important um, franchise, especially now when we're in this time when we're uh, sort of fighting against the establishment, right? Especially us, like (laughs) people who, who care. And if you don't care and you're listening to this uh, podcast, you can just get 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 out of here. Um, thank you guys for coming on. Thank you all for listening. We shall talk to you soon. Goodbye. Well, that's it for us this week on Geeks with Kids. If you want to get a hold of us, you can send us an email at podcast at geekswithkids.ca. And don't forget to like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash geekswithkids. Follow us on Twitter at GeeksWithKidsTN. Check out our pics on Instagram at GeeksWithKids. And you can find all of this good stuff on our website at www.geekswithkids.ca. So if you like what you hear, why don't you hit that subscribe button and leave us a comment. This podcast can be found on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, YouTube, and your favorite podcasting app. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.